from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn, a one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question. I'll inform you about like... You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. Oh, oh, oh. One, two, three, four, five. Hello, yeah. Everybody, uh, everybody's ready for a little Wednesday edition of the Taz Show. One, two, one, two, yep. Wednesday edition of the Taz Show coming at you here. Gonna have, uh, talk some SmackDown, uh, I caught the whole show, so I'll give you my breakdown, my react. I will do a SmackDown react in this episode. Yeah. I'll do that here on this December 7th of 2016. Smackdown Chatter Chatter Jones. Uh, also uh, going to get into, uh, in uh, the first segment, a little bit of uh, minor baseball talk. Uh-huh. Oh, also, I caught a good chunk of 205 Live. I'll cover that also. So if you guys want to interact with that, we're going to re- have the return of a famous segment back in the early days of the Taz Show. We'll do that in this episode. And... Um, we will also say hello to the esteemed producer in a second. But before that, I want to let you know you could interact with me here as you do every day. And basically what you could do is you could just call the show. It's very simple. Attention hotline fans. It's at 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. Thank you for listening on demand at uh, Play It or maybe uh, Spotify, iTunes, or TuneIn. Appreciate that. Maybe you're watching live at TazShow.com or listening live there. Thank you, thank you. Or the VOD gimmick. Maybe you're on top of that. Whatever you're doing, appreciate the love and the support. Tell your friends and family, support your boy, because I'm struggling. <laughs> what? I'm struggling badly. I need your help. I got like 10 listeners. No one, everybody hates me now. The whole free thing, it's free. You don't like it, go away. Well, guess what? They're all leaving. I have no listeners. Enough with the free. Already with it's the free my again. fault, Seth. Uh, it's my fault. You're right. You jinxed me. Hey, the free lunch and all that stuff. You no see, more, yeah, right? It's, don't it's, say it anymore. It leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. That's Seth, by the way, if you listen. Hey, how you doing? He's the producer. So you're saying it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. I was like, what, what is he talking about? Free? I just like the show. I just like wrestling. I like you. Okay, I yeah, want to be with you. But, but I like you. Is, okay, listen to me. Yeah. Th- this is the problem. Oh. This is the problem. And see, so you're saying this uh, honest ape. That's your gimmick. I get it. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. I got it. I understand. <laughs> th- th- hey, look. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, louder. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so here's the thing. Handheld Jones. I understand what you're saying that you're saying people like wrestling. It leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. I, 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 I don't care. Okay, I don't care because here's the reason. No, don't shake your head, Seth. No, I, is, I'm just upset about the parking situation. No, I'll get into that in a minute, yeah. but I have a, I have a bone to pick with you because you just said something to me. Uh-oh. It, about 30 seconds ago. And I want to discuss this with you. Did I? Because you're a man of the people. I am. I'm you a people are. person. Listen to me. Comedy Jones. So you're saying to me... It leaves a bad taste in people's mouth when a host of a radio show or streaming, streaming, whatever the hell I do, says, if you don't like it, go away. It's free. You don't pay for it. Is that wrong when I do that? I, I, I don't care for it, personally. That's fine. Yeah. But let's, can we just have a gentleman-like discussion for a minute about no, this? Do t- you can take a poll. 
I, no, no, I, I don't want to take a poll. Okay, I'm a little twisted. My, my nuts are twisted. You know this. Today. What else is no? I'm a little upset because this morning <laughs> I got off tilter. Off kilter is the word. And I'm a little pissed. I'm a little pissed, but I'll get into that in a minute. So, oh, so I want to let you know something. Yeah, okay. okay. It's, I never say that to people on social media on the show about the free gimmick unless they come at me with some kind of entitlement, disrespectful tone. Then I say that. They trigger you. No, they're not triggering me. They just have their opinions, which they're entitled to. Okay. It's not that they trigger me. I guess it's trigger. <laughs> Brian, video Brian says, yeah, trigger. I don't care what video Brian has to say because he's fired at the end of the show. That is not so, true. So listen to me. I, I don't care what anybody says. No I'm video telling, tomorrow. Okay. Please. Sorry. I, I want to finish my... This is my opening commentary. Oh, that's right. Okay. Mic off. Yes. So I want, I, I'm, I want, no, I want your mic on because I want to discuss this with you. Because I know that when I say free, that bothers you. You said this the other day when you came back on the show, and already you got a problem with me. Already you got a problem with me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I'm not saying anything wrong. When people say, oh, uh, 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 something like that, which is maybe a bad example, right? No, but, <laughs> no that's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if people, if people have this entitlement, not all people, you know, sometimes people come at you. And they complain about some. Oh, how come you didn't do this on this episode? Oh, where, where, you know? Uh, hey, I miss. Uh, oh, today's Wednesday. I miss Hump Day promos. Why is there no more Hump Day promos? You know, and they, and they come at you, and these are sometimes people that you never saw their Twitter before. Now, hear me out. You never saw their Twitter before. They come at you on Twitter, and they've never said anything to you via social media, positive or negative about your show, and they just come at you with a, just a shot right in the nuts. <laughs> Something negative. Well, you're a person. You have feelings. Like, people don't think of you. Think of you. You're just a guy who does a show. You know, you're, actually, you're a person that has feelings. That's true. I'm you're very saying, emotional. Hey, I, I really enjoy your show. I just want to tell you, I do miss Hump Day Pro. They could be a little more gentlemanly about it. And when someone does what you just said, sir, you're cool with it. I've seen I, it. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I don't say, it's free lunch. Go F yourself and you suck. I don't do that. Do my favorite response is when you get upset? What? Go away. Yeah, well, I'll say yeah. go in peace. Yeah. You know, that's, that's it's, nice, it's, too. Yeah, you're very it's spiritual. It's, yes, it's a yeah. go in peace and wellness type stuff. <laughs> no, but but that's why I, I you know I don't always get my back up. But if someone comes at me like that, I'll be like, hey, look, dude, it's a free show. You don't like it? Don't listen. That's what I'll do it. because I, And I'm not the only radio guy who does something like that. I didn't want to talk about this. It's because of your attitude. This is your fault. What else is no? But it's your fault because you shouldn't have said what you said. Stop! Because you're, you're saying to me, bro, you go, stop with the free. Ah, it's a bad taste in people's mouth. What about the taste in my mouth? <sighs> you, you know, you're just like my whole life. When in doubt, blame the juice. No, but <laughs> that's cool. Whatever. What about the taste in my mouth? Why? You got great taste in your mouth. You come here, you do your show. You're living the life of Riley. Oh, yeah. Come on. But, but no, but I'm saying it. But, but why? Why? Do, why you said it before. I have feelings to it. You're yeah. right, I do. You're a sensitive man. No, but I, because I, I care. I'm passionate. Right. But be the bigger man. You know, just like, you know, be above it all. I'm 5'8". <laughs> yeah, good I'm point. struggling. But, but <laughs> yeah, the, the, I feel th it. the thing is, you know the deal, but the yeah. thing is, bro, you can't tell me it leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. You gotta, you gotta look at what I do. I'm doing my best to give people nice content, entertainment, insight. And then sometimes if someone comes at me like that, I, a lot of times I blow them off or I don't see it. I don't see everything on my Twitter feed. I don't look at it as much as I used to. Um, I'm calling a, I'm throwing a flag on that. Oh, boy. You see everything on your Twitter. No, I don't. No? Okay. No, I don't, Seth. I know you think you know everything about me and my life, but I, you really don't, Seth. 
I don't. I, I don't know what kind of underwear you're wearing. No, today. no. You, you really don't know anything about what I do on my social media or who does it for me at times. Oh, 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 oh. 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 yeah. So, it's so a mystery. You want to be Noel all Jones? <laughs> oh yeah, big lead producer, big shot in all the meetings. Uh, could you close the door, please? How about uh, not you? Stay. I want to talk to you. Okay. I don't care about the door. See, two days went Johnny! by. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get out! Okay, sick of him. Might want to take that at least. What do you want to man? I am not two, taking two that out. Two things I want to tell you. Yeah. Actually, I don't want to tell you. Two days went by, and I'm already sick of you. Okay, so the honeymoon's over. I'm surprised it lasted this long. I'm just telling you. Yeah. The honeymoon's Now I know why I didn't want you on the show from the beginning. Duh. Okay. Because you come in, leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. Don't say that to me. Oh, my God. Are you done with your rant? Yeah, I guess so. Sorry. Tell, pe- tell, tell everybody why this, where this is really coming from. Oh, see, you don't. You want to. You want to. You want to move deflect, on. Deflect. Yeah. Yeah. Deflect Jones. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're, you want to get to the new segment of the show. I don't want to build up this heat. There's no yeah. heat. There's okay. no heat. Seth, if there was heat, I I, I swear I would have thrown you out of here already. Okay. Yeah, no I've never heat. felt any heat from you. There's before. no heat, bro. Yeah, never. There's never. No, back no. in the day, I had heat. A little with bit. You. A little bit. And other people around here. Nah. But there was different people that worked in the company. And sometimes I'd walk around raging like a pack of hemorrhoids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true. It happened. We're going to get to this new segment that's happening in the show. Uh, it's a new but old. New but old. And you're involved. Sweet. Uh, so we'll get to that in a second. I am a little twisted today, and I know you want me to tell the audience why, and you know why. I do know why. I normally park. When I when I drive in my own vehicle, or I take, sometimes I'll take, yeah, I have so many cars. I have a plethora of automobiles. And, uh, you know. I park in the garage that I usually park in. That's very close to this building. And I was not allowed to go down that block today. The block shut down Jones. Wow. Construction at like freaking 530 in the morning. Why are we doing construction at 530? But whatever. Okay, Overtime Jones. I get it. This guy's making money. Union. Union City, yeah. So, and that's actually in Jersey. So, um, that's oh, John, Johnny's breaking it down for me. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, he's, All right. Oh, my God. Please just. Will you stop? Can I just tell my story? Sure. Can, can you, all you people on this show. You people. Can you let me do my show? Racist. <laughs> it's like unbelievable. Okay. You want me to tell the story, Seth? Tell the story. Then shut the F up. Oh. So, here we go. I stop laughing. So I can't, I can't, I can't get down the block. And what do I do when I have a problem? Who's the first person I call? Uh, me. You. Yeah. Seth, why can't I park? You're like, what? It's like, you're, you're like traffic police now. I like, feel like I was on one of those TV shows. I logged into the traffic cams. I was like, all right, make a left on 48th. Okay, right. Uh, coming up 300 yards on your right. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. That's kind of what happened. And I'm freaking out on Seth. Like, why can't the garages? I can't get there. And it's it's like there's only one garage in New York City. And like, I, I I'm I'm going crazy. You're a creature of habit. I really am. Yeah. And and that brings me to the audience here. They are a creature of habit because they like certain things in the show or the show just to be here every day. And I respect that. And I love them for that. And I love everybody in this world. We know this. Aww. Yes. That's obvious. So I couldn't park where I normally park. And my ball bag got very twisted over this. Ouch. I, yes. I, and I, I was really taken aback, as we say. <laughs> yes. You know, when the captain was on the show, 
Yes. Mm. Back in the good old days. <laughs> Buy a hat. Well, when Captain was on the show, if I were to say taken aback, he would do one of his famous, oh. Oh. Yeah. Can you well, do that like him? No. No. Okay. No. Buy a hat. So anyway, uh, so uh, the uh, <laughs> Mock Jones with yeah. the beard. I couldn't go down the block. I couldn't get into friggin' park where I park. Now, I, I'm, I, I, before I called you, you don't know what happened. I pulled to the side. And I'm asking the construction guy, bro, how long is this going to be shut down? I'm doing the thing with the hand. <laughs> and he goes like this to me. This is the response I get at 530 morning from the guy. Ah! <laughs> not, not what? Excuse uh, me, sir. Huh? It's not even a heart. It's ah! Like I said, how long? Until, <laughs> now I hear this behind me. It's cop. Oh, oh boy. Please give me the... Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yeah, the whoop, yeah. whoop. That means that's not a ticket. That means get moving, sir. Yeah. You know? And then I... Oh. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> I said, how long until this is shut down? Until opened up. And he goes... Ah! And then he hits me with the <laughs> no espanol, uh, you know, uh, whatever you say. He uh, don't speak English. He's working me because he did speak English. And now I get the, now I, I get the full blown. Hey, 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 hey. Sir, please move the car now. Move the car. Yeah. Move the car. <laughs> He's got yeah. cops cut the problem on me. I love it. Like son of a bitch. <laughs> and then I call you. So, <laughs> when yeah. in doubt. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm freaking mad. I'm thinking this cop is gonna tailgate me. He's not. I I go through the light because I didn't realize that the light was red. Wow. He didn't bother me. He let me go. They don't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was so early. Anyway, so now I got to park in like freaking, I, I parked like in Connecticut. Okay, so I had to park like many blocks away from here. And I'm, I'm I now I got to walk. Okay, you know me, I don't want to walk. I want to be driven places. Well, she just took the Segway out of your trunk. I know. I should have. Yeah. So that's part of the problem with me today. I couldn't get my normal breakfast. So I came in from a different spot. You want a bar? No. Right. I came in from a different spot. Can you let me do my friggin' monologue? You're not the co-host. Stop trying to jump in or chime in Jones. Everybody knows Seth is funny. Seth's witty. We got it. Okay? <laughs> we got it. I know you're a big boss here. Uh, I know. There we go. There we go. There we go. It's like flashback from, from day one. Oh, it's coming. Because you, had to, make, you had to make the little comment. Leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. That's what you said. It yeah. leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. No one cares. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. You know what? I don't care about anybody's mouth, and I don't. No one cares about mine. <laughs> Why are we talking about mouths? I don't know. This is getting weird. I don't know. All right. Can we get into this segment? And I, I got. I want to get into SmackDown a little bit. I want to do 205 live. I want to talk about the, the 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 camel hoodie. That basically, guys, if you're not, if we have that picture, fly it up, please, Brian. Video, Brian. Thank you, my friend. If you have it, I think if you checked uh, your email from my assistant, you probably got it last night. But <laughs> so, uh, but anyway. If uh, play some waiting music, so we're trying to get the picture. We're trying to locate it. Nothing. That's great. Email Jones. Okay. So um, anyway, yeah, right. Great. This, this. I'm really. <laughs> huh, I'm getting really mad. This is all the parking garage's fault. Oh uh, yeah. This is gonna be. Oh uh, yeah. Right. So listen. Yeah. Okay. The ha the camel hoodie. If any of you guys want them, and you're listening live right now or watching live. I urge you to go to Pro Wrestling Tees or go to the, the thing that's pinned to the top of my Twitter. Uh, this is the video of the hoodie. Now, there was a photo that was emailed, Bri, um, a, a, an updated gimmick. But, uh, but anyway, if you, um, <laughs> if you, <laughs> he's cutting promos, right? Those watch the video, you see it right here. Okay, that's the camo hoodie. Uh, they're flying off the shelves. No, no joke. They're flying off the shelves, literally. Um, I don't know if they're on shelves, but they're flying. 
and uh, everybody's running amok. They're basically they're gone, just about almost. There's a few left. So um, if you um, you get the email too, Seth. If you yeah. uh, if you guys want one, you got to jump on it. If you listen to the audio on demand, they might be gone by now. Um, they they we only uh, well, basically made fifty of these things. They're making pro wrestling tees. Are making fifty of them. And I think just about all of them are gone. By the time you listen to this, again, if you're watching the video, do you demand? They might all be gone. <clears throat> but um, there is a slim possibility that uh, we might put a, a few more out there because these just sold so fast. So uh, just anybody who didn't get an opportunity to buy one, <clears throat> one day and they're just about all gone. So it's uh, you know they're not cheap. They're like you know fifty nine dollars, but. But it's a very good quality hoodie. It's camo. It's a, an exclusive item. Yes, yes. I gotta say, you your stuff you've always there it had is. Is, is quality. Look at that. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. There, there's Who's that the, handsome gentleman? Oh, I don't know. He's a model from Pro Wrestling Tees. I mean, these, these guys look like models. I could do that. I, you could do that, bro. You could be a model like that. Well, yeah, kind of. Uh, but yeah, that's the hoodie, right? That's the exact hoodie, Camo Jones. Yeah, there it is, the camo hoodie. Uh, those watching the video, uh, it's pretty badass. Pro Wrestling Tees. They do a great job with all of their printing, uh, the way they print stuff. So. Um, you know, it's definitely quality. Most of you guys have shirts or something from other wrestlers, not just yours truly, from pro wrestling tees. So, you know, they make good quality and they're a big-time brand in our industry of wrestling. Uh, but, yeah, get get yourself a camo hoodie. You might be able to grab one. Go to my Twitter account, at Official Taz, and you can see it's pinned to the top there. So, uh, Seth, I couldn't help but notice the email you had sent me uh, yesterday uh, privately, and you wanted to know if I needed your size. No! Uh, um, that's kind of <laughs> what you said. So, you want a freebie Jones. You want a free hoodie. No, Hanukkah Jones. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't have, like, <laughs> I don't have, like, a just whole bunch of hoodies. Uh, no. no, I don't. I have nothing. I have nothing. I don't want to leave a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. Too late. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, now, the new segment. Taste has been in my mouth for two years now. Okay. Yeah. That, that's great. No one cares. Okay. So, so listen. So the, 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 the segment now. Back in the day, for those that are new to the Taz show, when Seth was the first producer here of the show, you, Seth, oh. um, you used to do something called This Day in History. That's true. And it was a very popular segment. People really enjoyed it. They got used to it. And then you left the show, and then the captain ended up in the chair. And I think he did it a couple of times, I think. Now, How'd that go? It didn't go well, but there's a reason for that. And I told Captain this back in the day. Buy a hat. I said, listen, bro. And it wasn't Captain's fault. He just thought that was something that was part of the show. And you know him. You kind of called him a, ro- a robot yesterday. Well, you didn't. You did call him a robot. Yeah. Bop. Yeah. <laughs> And he just thought that he had to do this day in history. And I'm like, you know what? Do something of your own because this day in history, is, is that's kind of what Seth did. And, you know, you know, if you're doing something new, you don't want someone to think of someone who did it before. You know, and you want to do your own thing. And then he did. And he morphed into his own gimmick. You remember? Inspirational quotes. Correct. Right. Yeah. So, and he did a great job with it. So, yeah. so now we're going to go recycle Jones here. Ooh. And we're going to have you, Seth. You know, be uh, I know you, it's a must that you're part of the show. <laughs> what are you laughing at? And uh, it's and, a must. Uh, I, I, it was in my contract. Yeah. Okay. I'm done with the tablets. So we're gonna have you bring this bitch back. Okay. Are you prepared? Yeah, kind of. In a three, two, slow talk, Jones. Thank you. One. <laughs> 
And now it's time for this day in wrestling history with the Kung Fu Jobber. I have not heard that in a long time. I'll tell you, my friend, it's good to hear that again. It really is. It's good to hear that again. Oh, big pop. Big pop. It's good to hear that again, my friend, Seth. Yes. That does not leave a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, oh. come on. Um, <laughs> is it stuck? Go. No, I'll tell you what's going to be stuck. My thumb in your eye. Now, I digress. Please, this day in history, I threatened you. Yes, go. Yeah, I'm glad I got on record, too. Good. I don't care. Margie. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the first thing cut out, uh, stuck out to me stuck out to me is what? Uh, Start over. The first thing that <laughs> stuck out to me was seasons beatings. Took me back to college. Ooh. Do you remember seasons beatings? I do. It was yeah. like a clash of the champions. Yes, I do remember. This that. is 1988. It was cool too. Yeah. By the way. I do seasons that. beatings. Like we were in a fraternity meeting and we said we got to go. Seasons beatings. We got to go watch seasons. While you were in school, then you guys blew out of this fraternity meeting to watch wrestling. Oh yeah, that's awesome. And I said, what are we doing here? Is this BS? Said, Come on, right, 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 wrestling's right. on. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So a couple. I just grabbed a couple uh, quick uh, highlights okay, from that. Sure Fantastics beat Eddie Gilbert and Ron Simmons in a tournament. The final to be to win the United States Tag Team Title. Oh wait, wait. the fantastic speed Eddie Gilbert. Who? Ron Simmons. Oh, Ron Simmons. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah four great workers right sure, there, right? Sure, of course. And then uh, in the main event, you had Ric Flair and Barry Windham beating the Midnight Express. That's the Bobby Eaton Stan Lane version. When that Mid- was a great version. I mean, they were yeah. They, they the the Midnight Express. I was a big fan of them with Jim Cornette. Yep. Then uh, yeah, so those are a couple of highlights from seasons beatings. That first uh, deal there, uh, Ron Simmons when he was tagging with Eddie Gilbert. That was back when Ron first started. He just came out of like uh, well, he went to Florida State, kicked ass as a nose guard, then played in the NFL. I think for the Packers, maybe USF, not USFL, somewhere, I, whatever it was. But 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 whatever. He came out of playing pro football, and he was kind of new. And I think he got trained by Hiro Matsuda down in the Florida Tampa area, meaning Ron. Uh, damn. Yeah. So, same so, guy who uh, trained Hogan. Correct. The Mundo. Broke his and leg I think, first day. L- I think Lex Luger, too. I think so. I believe you're right. Uh, but anyway, so okay, continue. So uh, just real quick, Eddie Gilbert. You knew Eddie Gilbert pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I knew Eddie Gilbert. So, yeah. so I imagine he helped a lot of guys out. He probably helped Ron along. He did. He helped a lot, anybody along. Eddie was a great guy, a great mind in business. He's no longer with us. Yeah. Passed you know, years ago. Um, you know, Eddie, uh, I tagged with Eddie once, uh, and this was in Connecticut. Wow. At an independent show, yeah. Eddie usually worked down south. And this was in Connecticut. It was me and Eddie against... Uh, no, I digress. It was I, I was against Eddie. It was me and Kevin Sullivan against Eddie Gilbert and Vic Steamboat. Not Rick Steamboat, Vic Steamboat. Okay, Rick's brother. And who didn't make it as big as Rick. Uh, Vic, I'm talking about. It's yeah, kind of Ron, Rick, Vic, Vic, Rick. Got I got it. you. Mick, and then they have the third brother, Mick. I'm joking. So it was, <laughs> it was me and Kevin... Against uh, 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 Eddie Gilbert, hot stuff Eddie Gilbert, and Vic Steamboat. And what happened was Vic Steamboat, he did a cross body to me over the top rope. And I caught him as I landed on the ground. This is before guys doing high spots to outside. But Vic was kind of athletic and, and innovative. And back of my head hit the cement. Oh, and, I, and I got my, not just bell rung, I was like knocked out. I remember Eddie Gilbert coming over trying, and he was my opponent. <laughs> he was worried about me, and he was trying to wake me up. While Kevin Sullivan, I, I could hear that I was like knocked out. And I hear him, "Get up, you motherfucker, get up!" And Kevin's yelling at me to get up. I'm like, "Bro, I don't even know where I am." And Eddie Gilbert is fighting with, with Kevin. Not that it's funny, but and yeah, no. Yeah. And he's like, "Brother, you're right." He's like, "Come to check on me," yeah. you know. He was worried about me, and I, and that was so nice of him. And then um, I remember at the hotel. You know, I, you know, I had a concussion, and nobody cared. I mean, it was... It's called bell rung back in the day, yeah, right? It was, yeah, it was... 
And he came, and we were on the same, all rooms in the hotel, we were at on the same floor. And he knocked on my door, before cell phones, to check on me, to see if I was okay. You know, and I hardly knew the guy, you know. And um, and he was just a uh, you know a true pro, real good guy. I didn't know him that well, like I said, but yeah, he's helped a lot of guys out. He grew up in the business. His dad was. Oh in the my business. god! Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, his whole fit, fit, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Paul Heyman also said he learned a lot from Eddie Gilbert. He did because see, yeah. for those that don't know, Eddie Gilbert, hot stuff. Eddie Gilbert was the first booker that Todd Gordon, who owned ECW Eastern Championship Wrestling, you know. And if you go to the WWE Network and you watch the, the gimmick we just did, me, the Dudleys, and Dreamer, and a uh, Heyman. On the WWE Network about ECW, I think Paul talks about this in the first segment a little bit, unless they edited it, I don't know. But Eddie Gilbert was the first booker, and Todd, Todd Gordon had hired Eddie. And Eddie, so, and that's around 1992, 1993, and when I came in, Eddie was just transitioning out, I think, of being a booker, and Heyman was taking over the book for Eastern Championship Wrestling. So, but uh, no, when I, I mean, Eddie Gilbert was def- definitely a legend in the business, so, and he's helped a lot of guys, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, this is a good one. I thought of you when I saw this. In 1990, Terry Gordy and Steve Williams win the All Japan World Tag Team title by winning the annual Real World Tag Tournament in Tokyo, Japan versus Stan Hansen and Danny Spivey. Wow. Those so are four big guys. Four big guys, four big Americans that were big, 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 giant, huge stars in Japan for a good, good amount of time during that era. They made a lot of money, those four guys. They were le- legendary workers. And they all made a lot of money there and did very well in, in that country of Japan, the great country of Japan with pro wrestling. And I'll tell you what, Gordy and, uh, and uh, Williams were, uh, became a red-hot tag team. Heyman brought them in East Dub, I remember that. But they were red-hot, red-hot. You know, what year was that again? 1990. Yeah, they were hot for a couple of years yep. after that. I mean, they, they were hot, hot there. Yeah. I, I remember uh, Perry Saturn in a promo just going, Doc and Gordy, Doc and Gordy. Because <laughs> it was with the Eliminators. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a big deal when they came in, man. When when Good Steve matches. Williams and, and, and Gordy came in, yeah, that was a big deal. They were huge, huge stars, man, in Japan and got over big, yeah. Oh, we got two more. Bear with me. 1996, Raven defeats the Sandman in a barbed wire match in Philadelphia at the ECW Arena to win the ECW World Heavyweight title for the second time. More importantly, who did I wrestle? Uh, they didn't have you on there. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Jobber. Uh, it was the fourth no ropes uh, barbed wire match in ECW history. I think there's a, f- a total of five. Yeah. And uh, that would end Sandman's fourth ECW title reign. I used to cringe. I never did one of those matches where they dropped the ropes, do the barbed wire. Did they ever ask you to do it? No. He just knew better. He knew better. Well, yeah. no, because, and, and, and I wouldn't have done it. I right. really wouldn't have. I don't blame you. Uh, but but I, that wasn't my gimmick any. My shtick was I was the, the, you know, the wrestler, you know, so that wasn't my shtick. So that's one of the reasons why Paul didn't ask me. But, you know, um, no, I, I I used to cringe with those guys. I respected what they did. It was definitely, <sighs> you know, that's that stuff was cringeworthy for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I respected all the boys who did that in ECW back then. Sabu, it was hard. Terry Funk, Ooh. all those guys. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Sandman, Raven, those guys, Dreamer, Sabu, Funk, none, those dudes had no fear. <laughs> no fear of any of that, that stuff. They guys, and, and obviously, Axel Rotten, and before that, Ian Rotten, the, the, you know, uh, Balls Mahoney, all those cats had no fear of any of that stuff. Crazy, crazy people. Yeah, man. Yeah. I got one more for you. 1997, WWF held their uh, D-Generation X pay-per-view in Springfield, Massachusetts. The event saw the return of Owen Hart after the first for the first time after the Montreal screw job, uh, screw job. So that was a big deal. I don't know if you remember that. He came wait, out say, of the wait, crowd. Back up a little, say it one more time. 
Owen Hart's fir- first appearance after the Montreal screw drop. Right. So it was a big deal. His brother got screwed course, over. Yeah, yeah. I remember this vividly. He came out like with a hood on and he had like a more I remember a, that. I'm yeah. just coming back to me, I should say. Yeah, so he came out, uh, you know, he had a, obviously had a problem with Shawn Michaels in the right. storyline. Uh, I Ken remember. Shamrock, huh? I re- no, yeah. It's coming back to me now, yeah. Ken Shamrock beat WWF champion Shawn Michaels by DQ because uh, DX interfered. And then uh, Owen Hart came out and attacked Shawn Michaels. And uh, this is from PW Insider. They said WWF dropped the ball and decided not to follow up with an Owen versus Sean feud, which was kind of weird. Well, because I oh. think, and and that was the era, like you're talking about, Seth, like when that stuff went down, there was an, a plethora of realism, if that is a word, of uh, reality feel of anger and angst, like when Owen, from what I understood, attacked you know Sean and did that bit. Like he was pissed. Okay, you know, and that makes then sense. so I don't know. Maybe maybe they felt like it was a little too too close to comfort. Maybe it was too much shooty because that was what year was that again? Ninety seven. Okay, so it wasn't that that okay. So you never know. Sometimes guys want to be in shoot feel angles. Sometimes guys don't. You know, seriously. Sometimes guys like that's a little too close to comfort. I mean, I think from what I understood, there was a lot a lot of heat with with Shawn Michaels and. Uh, Bret Hart back then with that whole thing, obviously. Yeah. You know, it's a well, well-documented story. That'll go down in the histories of the business. And um, maybe they just felt like uh, WWF at the time, eh, you know, let's back off of this a little bit. And then they uh, just reminded me of, then they uh, went the other direction with uh, Edge and uh, Matt Hardy. Well, they did. That was, yeah. that was yeah, I was there yeah. when they did that. that <clears throat> I remember was some serious business there. I remember yeah. one of the angles they shot on a lot. It was probably raw. We were at the garden right down the road over here at Madison Square Garden. I was there, <clears throat> and um, I don't know who I worked with. I remember they did. They, I think that's where they did the bed angle, where they had the bed in the ring. Yeah, I, didn't they have the bed in the ring? Yeah, I think that might have been the garden. I don't remember, but that, that could have been <clears throat> the whole angle. That whole thing was really like. And uh, you got to give them props. They really all handle it like pros. I mean, because that's, that's some serious emotions yeah, involved there. I know, bro. Um, all right, look, I got to go to break here. Uh, on the other side of break, uh, take a couple phone calls. I know you guys have been on hold for a while. Also, get into talking about SmackDown a little bit. I will get to some of 205 Live. Again, you could be chatting up the show in the gimmick chat at TazShow.com live right now. You can watch the show there and chat up with each other either on your desktop, laptop, or tablet. I'm done with the tablets. All right, on that note, uh, be right back, Taz. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, all right, all right. We got a little Wednesday, a little Wednesday edition of the uh, Taz Show coming at you. Thanked out first segment. Kind of just talked up some stuff. Day in history went well, I thought. Seth did a good job. KFJ. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, it's good. I, I like. I always liked the this day in history thing. I thought it was good. I mean, it's... Uh, yes, bring people back. Wrestler fans are back in time. Can really explain what I just witnessed happen here in the studio from a visual standpoint, ladies and gentlemen. This has nothing to do with this day in history. But uh, Video Brian, if you can please get the camera on the producer, Seth. He just put on a pair of wristbands, yellow. Can you please show the audience what you just did? What, what, Hulk, Hogan, what are we doing? Why, 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 why is that happening? Why are you wearing that? I, I found them. I just put them on. You just decided to put on wristbands. Yeah. Well, I, I never got to wrestle. I want to feel like at least, you know, play wrestling. Okay. As you like to say. Well, there were some pro wrestlers that actually, in this day and age, that play wrestler. <laughs> 
That's a whole other story. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, so the wristband's going to be a gimmick now. You're going to wear wristbands all the time. I'm going to have a different gimmick every day. That's great. Yeah. So that means you're with the show from going forward. You said every day. For the rest of the year. No, no. You, you said you're going to be with us next year, 2017. We're always together in spirit. Oh, you know. that means no. Wow. Dipped out Jones. I got it. <laughs> okay. Well, you did a good job on this day in history. Thank no one you. does it like you, buddy. Nobody does. You know, it, I don't know if you remember when the captain was on the show. Who? <laughs> what? He's yes, in the other Taz. segment. The other okay. <laughs> Here is my inspirational quote. What? What? Why are you making fun of the captain? What? I love the captain. Just having some fun. I know. He it's, hated it's you. He, but then he started to like you. I don't know about that. I'm telling you, he yeah? did. He did uh, start to like you. We're different people. So what? <laughs> we're all different people. You know who I hate right now? We're all God's children. You know who I really hate right now? Video Brian? No. Oh, I know. No. Who? You want me to say it? I know you like saying it. You want me to say it? I'm, 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 I know what? I'm I don't never, think I'm, you know who I really hate right now. I know who you hate. Who do I hate? Crying Brian. No, I do hate him, but that's yeah. not who I'm talking about. Right. But I do hate that crying Brian, that bastard. But I'll tell you who I hate right now is the guy this morning that said, ah, that guy. That <laughs> construction still, guy. It's still in your head, isn't it? That friggin' guy. Oh, man. You ever see the movie Frozen? No. I hate everyone. There would be really no reason for you to see Frozen. Okay, great. But, uh, yeah. All right, so a uh, yeah. Wolfgang from Germany. You were on the Taz Show. How you doing, buddy? Hello. Do Hello. you hear me? Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. I'm, uh, it's first time, long time. Oh, from the Germany. Oh, the Yambag. How are you, Wolfgang? Thank you, sir. Thank you. I uh, started 13 months ago listening to the show. How long ago? Uh, uh, a year ago. Oh, yeah, one year. Okay. Uh, a week before the captain uh, started his job. He was the best. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to put you over. Thank you, please, please. I love the international putovers. Yes, go for it, sir. Uh, I really like the show. Uh, when I first saw the show was five times a week, I thought, uh, how is this possible? Mm. And when I started listening to the show, uh, I thought uh, I can't get enough. Uh, so, oh, thank you. I really love the show. Oh, Wolfgang, I, that's very nice of you. I appreciate that. And, it, yeah, it is a lot of work, but you know what? It's it's uh, never been done before in regards to for wrestling fans, you know? So uh, it's something I'm proud of, and I think everybody that's on this team is proud of, and everybody here at CBS Radio. So um, thank you for saying that, man. That's very nice of you. I, I do appreciate it. Uh, I hope my English is not too bad. Uh, well, uh, to be I, honest with you, uh, to be honest with you, your English is better than mine. <laughs> uh, so that, that's that's the problem here, to be honest with you, Wolfgang. No, your English is fine. Uh, anything else you'd like to say, sir? I know you're calling from far away. What time is it there, by the way, where you're at? Uh, 1 o'clock uh, and 40 minutes in the afternoon. Oh, wow. Midday Jones. Okay, so <laughs> Midday Germany Jones. I like it. I like it. Uh, we got to get the Jones thing popular, Wolfgang, in, uh, in Germany. Uh, I say it to myself all the time. Uh, <laughs> the other, other people don't understand the joke, so... <laughs> it, Listen to me. Listen, Wolfgang, if you say it enough to people... Now, I mean, they don't speak English, though. They speak German, right? So it's a little different in German. I don't know. How do you say Jones in German? Is it possible? Yeah, it's, uh, English is uh, very popular in German. Uh, a lot of uh, 
coffee to go you, you can find english uh, everywhere no no what i'm saying is how do you say the word jones uh, jones uh, uh, it's the same I think. Oh. It's a name, dude. It's, uh, hey, listen, Seth, you know what? Mind your business. I'm talking to Wolfgang, Seth. Shut up. Ask me how you say Taz in German. Listen, what you, you, Wolf, Wolf, Wolfgang, I apologize. This prick. Oh, no, okay. uh, uh, so anyway. Uh, can I yes. Can I say two, thing, two more things? Yes, please. Uh, first, um, I'm an NFL fan. Oh, interesting. I like your uh, recap. Well, I'm an expert. From, uh, Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm a, a old 49ers and Chiefs fan. Wow, uh, all the way in Germany. Interesting. Uh, Joe Montana uh, was very... Oh, how Germany. about his receiver, the Mr. Jerry Rice, was a pretty good receiver. Remember him? Yes. And Roger yeah, Craig yeah, running the ball, running the, running the pigskin. Remember Roger Craig? Yeah, yeah, of course. You are a big 49er and, figures. I'll hit you with names, Wolfgang. I don't care if you're in Germany or not. I know, I know the game. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm a fan since the early 19s, 90s. Really? Uh, where I uh, played uh, a friend, friendly game uh, in, in Germany, in Berlin. And um, I, since then, I'm a 49ers fan. Well, that's but, cool. Uh, they're really bad. They uh, suck. <laughs> they suck right now. They really do. They really are sucking. And they're going to play the Jets in a suck fest game this Oof. coming Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. I uh, fear they lose too. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. So I, sometimes I feel like the 49ers. And what else do you got, buddy? Um, I um, want to talk about Lucha Underground. I think it's the best uh, show, wrestling show uh, at the moment. Um, I'm a fan since 2000, and uh, when I watch uh, Lucha, it uh, reminds me of the excitement uh, when I first uh, have when I started. Oh, you were a uh, wrestling fan wrestling. starting in 2000, but you started to like yeah. Lucha Underground once it started a couple of years ago. I got you. They do, a, they do a great job, Wolfgang, uh, Lucha Underground. I've talked a lot about them. And thank you for calling all the way from Germany, buddy. Appreciate it. No, they do a great job, uh, Lucha Underground, for sure. And, and they're uh, very different. If you watch their show, it's a whole different feel. I've talked a lot about it during my time here doing my show, and I've had different uh, talent and writers from Lucha Underground on my show and support them and promote them. So, uh, you know, uh, listen, uh, Seth, if you ever, okay, make fun of me while I'm on the phone with one of my supporters, I swear I will jump over this desk like a, like a hyena. And Go ahead. I, I got my wristbands on. I, I, I don't care. I'll sweat you. I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. Can't do that, bro. I'm t it's, these are my people. They, they want to talk to me. They did talk to you. I know, but then you're like, oh, the guy, it's the same in Germany, Jones. Jones how do you know? Because Jones is Jones. You told me that. I know it's Jones, <laughs> but you don't. How do you know it's spoken over there? Because Jones is Jones. I know it's Jones, but sometimes in vernacular of languages, they speak a certain flow of diner, and that's what happens. No, you're wrong. Not really. Names are names. I know, but then they say it like sometimes in Mexico, they'll take a name and right, they'll Jesus, twist it. Jesus, Jesus, I got you. They call yeah. me Tazu in Japan. <laughs> Tazu! Who the hell is Tazu? That was my name there. And now some of my friends, like Bubba Ray Dudley, they call me Tazu all the time. But that's you. That's the we're changing years, your show. The Tazu show. Tazu show. I like that's that. It's like Sabu Tazu. So it's like it's unbelievable. <laughs> Names are not always the same. Uh, but Jones is Jones. That leaves you a bad that. taste in my mouth. Uh, oh, that really, that really got your crawling. Uh, yeah, it did. I didn't like that you said that. Wah. 
I didn't like you said that. Oh my god. Nah, you're a pain in the balls. Let me get you your crying that? towel. Yeah, yeah, shut up. Sick of you already. <sighs> hey, uh, Sean in Michigan, you're on the Taz show. How are you? Yeah. I'm alright, buddy. How are you? <laughs> You should suplex stuff for that. I know, man. I really want to just throw him through a wall. You have what no he, idea. What did he say? He wants me to suplex you, basically. Oh, That's geez. what he said. Right? Yes, Sean. That's What's going on, buddy? Me. Talk to me. Um, Ellsworth turned around Ambrose. Well, say again about oh, Ellsworth. Turned around Ambrose. Yep. Yeah, I know. And they kind of, like, I don't know. He went on talking smack and said, uh, what about it? What do you think? Yes, no, you liked it? What's up? Yeah, yeah. I didn't think, I didn't see a comment at the TLC. I, I know. He might have turned after he won the match. Yeah, and uh, I know, I know, I know. I didn't see it coming either. We had one of the calls. I talked about Noah Howell. He 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 predicted it on Friday. He was right, uh, and the turn happened. But the turn, is it a turn? Is it not a turn? That's the question, Sean. You know, I don't know. And thank you for calling, pal. I don't know if it's a turn because it's like he came out yesterday and he kind of was a, a douche in his promo in a good way, a heelish, attitudinal James Ellsworth, towards like with an ego. Towards uh, AJ Styles, you know what's the deal? You can't fight me. I'm ready. I could, you, I got your number. I'll take you out, like Cocky Jones, you know. And and I I was surprised he did that in a good way. I, I liked it. I did. And I also liked when Dean Ambrose came out and just kicked him in the belly. Uh, DDT. Uh, what do you call this move? Just finish. Dirty uh, deeds. Dirty deeds. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Boom, mm. right in the face, and he left. I thought that was great. That was perfect the way they did that. Instead of doing a whole beatdown thing, I told you guys he'd be pissed off, and he was. Um, you know, I still think there's more legs there that you got to go further with this. I yeah. really liked what AJ said to uh, Ellsworth. Like, I took it easy on you. This I guy know. doesn't know when to stop. You're in big trouble <laughs> now, great. buddy. No, you burned that bridge. That, uh, AJ is really, uh, he is doing the best I've seen on Mike in like maybe ever. Uh, his work yeah. in, in uh, you know, he got a good amount of mic time in TNA. This is different. They're really letting him come out. Uh, look, he's obviously he's a great worker. It's a shame he's got a walking boot on. He's got a messed up ankle now. But he'll be fine. But what I'm saying is, like, everybody knows how great AJ is in the ring. But the character, this is what WWE, we're watching this, guys. This is what they do so well. And a lot of people were bitching about WWE not letting him be him or letting him talk or doing this when he first came. And I was one of them. I was bitching about them, too. Yep. Uh, excuse me? I said, yep. Yeah. You sure were. Uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to stop for that. You could have kept going. No, I could stop what I want. You know, I could just sit here and stare at you the whole show. Oh, I know my beautiful brown no, eyes. No, I could yeah. stare at you and think of things that I want to do to your face with my hand. Go ahead. Okay, I could, I could, I don't have to do what I could do whatever I want, Seth. You're not my boss. And you're not going to intimidate me anymore. <laughs> I'm done with that. I know you got wristbands yeah. on, but I don't sweat you. <laughs> Why are you wearing wristbands? If you did sweat me, I could wipe the sweat off with my wristbands. Why are you wearing John McEnroe wristbands from 84? What are you doing? Why not? You look like Olivia Newton-John, but different. Uh, what uh, is that? Why? Let's get Perfect. physical. You like that? Get three segments. Uh, yeah, it's uh, all uh, Oh, my God. <sighs> Nando and Queens, you're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. Good How's moment. everything? Good moment, sir. How you doing? Hey, Taz, if Seth keeps bothering you, just make a complaint on him, and I'm, I'll go to arrest him myself. Don't worry That's about right. it. That's right. See, that's uh, this Nando's an NYPD officer. He's a police officer, so you better watch it. I'm sorry, sir. He's right in the area here. I have okay. a PBA yeah, card. Yeah, and just a, give me a phone call away. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. Anyway. Uh, yeah, sure. One of your brethren, <laughs> listen to me, Nando. One of your brethren this morning gave me the thing on the with the car. Because <laughs> I, was, I was yelling at a construction guy because they, they, they knocked off one of the streets. 
And then there's a cop behind me. He's like, bip, bip, bip. I mean, what am I? Is that against the law what I did? Because I stopped and I started yelling at the construction guy? Well, look, if you, uh, I, look, I don't know what, what uh, I can't, I can't explain for what my brother did because I wasn't there. Right. Hey, if you, knowing, knowing that I know who you are, I'll let you yell at anybody. You're always pissed off. <laughs> just like me. I get pissed off too. So it's, uh, it's just, uh, it's but just I, one of those things. Is it bad that I was in the middle of the intersection off of, like, well, basically 6th Avenue, and right in the middle with my car yelling at someone, stopping traffic. That's not, like, good to do, right? Well, of course not. You don't want to stop traffic. We want to get the traffic flowing. Yeah. But knowing you, if it was a promo that you have to cut, <laughs> hey, I'll let you cut it any time of the day. I, don't I did. Damn. I did. I cut it. I cut it. So what's going on? What's going on? Not much here, Taz. Uh, I want to talk about 205. I thought the show was great. I thought SmackDown was great, but... Austin Aries on commentary is knocking it out of the park. He is. I, I, I think he's doing a good job. I think he should back off a little bit on some of the joke one-liners. I know him. I know he's a witty guy. And he's sarcastic. And, and he's a friend of mine. I, I would like to hear him do a little bit more detailed analyzing of physicality. I know I did a lot of that stuff. And I think he's got to find that balance. But his future is not as a commentator. It's, he's going to be wrestling, as you know. No, you of know, course. Yeah, of yeah. Course. But he's, doing a, good, he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. I'm not saying I he's not. I can't wait when he comes into 205. But I love the fact that he does mention a couple of the... Uh the, the couple of the backgrounds, but I love the one-liners, especially the last night to, P, to TJ Perkins. Hey, I, I, you lost to these two guys. The only way you could beat them is in video games? I was like, that was great. <laughs> was that great. actually was good. And he hit Mauro with the line about his contract on Twitter. That was pretty stiff. Oh, uh, man, I can't, I I can't wait. I, I can't wait. Well, they're letting them. This is the beauty of what they're doing with him. And thank you for calling, Nendo. I appreciate it, bro. Uh, be careful out there, you know. Uh, you with think, that, you with, think Austin was listening to the show? Okay, okay. I think what they're doing... Okay, please. What's your question? No, go ahead. No, no, you, you interrupted my monologue. What was your question? I you think Austin was listening to the show. I mean, you were talking about Moro yesterday. I know, but yeah. it's kind of topical. And they, okay. they hit a zinger, someone, I don't remember who, on SmackDown. I think JBL, one of the guys, hit a little zinger on him, too, about his, about tweeting. You tweet all the time. You just tweeted recently something like that. So I think it was... A, what that tells me is, like, in a jocularly sophomoric way, something happened backstage where they were teasing him... Or it was a joke about what's out there about his contract. And I talked about it, like you said. Yeah, and I think uh, Austin uh, it took him off uh, Morrow's game a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think he did a little yeah. bit. Morrow could talk to him. Morrow's quick-witted. Yeah. You know, but, but the thing is, uh, uh, just real quick about his contract, I don't know the intricacies of it. It's none of my business, nor do I want to know. But I heard the scuttlebutts. It's my job as someone who covers the industry to talk about uh, and put a qualifier on it, stuff that I might hear or read or whatever. And... Um, you know, Morrow put out there that, and I'm paraphrasing, that he has several years left on his contract, which I don't, I don't dispute that. I just because he has several years on his contract, this is just me talking, my opinion, doesn't mean that he's staying on SmackDown. Sure. So uh, just because you have, you could have one year left on your deal, you could have ten years left on your deal, but in your deal, I could teach you guys this. It doesn't say where you will. Um, what shows you'll be calling? Ah, time for a little beer, nice. bro. Atta boy. Yeah, yeah good yeah. for you. Good mm. for you. You know, I'm glad Nando brought up Austin Aries. I was going to bring that up to you. Don't tell the deal, your office, even though your office. No, don't tell a, the boss. It's all good. I got your back. Uh, got a drink when I'm working with you, bro. I understand. Yeah, what are you saying? My, my girl feels the same way. I hear you. What are you saying? Uh, I'm glad he brought up Austin Aries. I was going to bring it up to you too because I also enjoyed Austin Aries, and he and he reminded me a little bit. I don't want to put him in the same category, but I, I saw some uh, shades of Jesse Ventura. He, mm. he had the same kind of. 
Minnesota attitude. guy, Minnesota guy. Yeah. Like to get that Minnesota feel gimmick. You know, that that's you're right. Yeah. You're right. I agree with you on that. That's a good point. I liked um, it. But back to Mauro real quick. I think that um I, I think it's a deal where um um you know I, I get the feeling, like I said the other day, that's slowly gonna segue him out of that commentary role on SmackDown. He'll do two oh five live. I think it's better suited for him, just my opinion. I'm sure he's not going to like it when he hears me say that. And then they'll probably have the other guy that's the fourth guy in the booth now, uh, which is named Phillips, you know, do SmackDown. So maybe this is the reason why whenever someone does one of my suplexes that I kind of came up with, Mauro never puts it over. Maybe. But, but he'll mention, like, you know, everybody else. Oh, look at that double foot stomp. Shades of Bugsy McGraw. I mean, like, you know, he'll Ron mention. Garvin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ron Garvin was yeah. the man. But, like, he'll mention, like, you know, but, like, he'll. Mauro, I, I, who's on my show, he's on the Taz show. I don't know. Is there, is there heat? Is there heat? I don't know. No longer Paisans? I don't know. Ah, yeah, maybe no longer. Mm. It's okay. I sleep well. It's okay. <laughs> I got no problem, bro. You know what I mean? I, I don't you. take no sweat off nobody. That's my thing, you know? All right. Hey, maybe it leaves a bad taste in his mouth. I don't know. Oh. Ah, we should see. <laughs> oh, some of you. <laughs> yeah. Hit a Nerve Jones yeah. over here. Hit the Nerve Jones. <laughs> this will be Seth's last uh, day on the show, and he's happy. Oh, oh sleep. Yeah. Timber! Yeah. How's it going so far, pal? You, you, you happy on the show? I enjoy working with you. Yeah, I enjoy you, working with you, You and pal. I, you know, we've come a long way. We've come a long way, baby. Yeah, we're buddies. I yeah. mean, you know that. I mean, we're buddies. Everybody knows that. I mean, we go, you know, we go way back from from day one, Jones. Uh, we're buddies for sure. I mean, you're, you're my man. It takes a long. You're my man. Yeah, you know I mean? it takes a long. You know, it takes time to build your trust and in, in everything. You know, we, oh, we we got a good relationship going. You're right about that. Yeah, you trust me now. I do trust you. Yeah, I do trust you. Good. I mean, I give you a hard time. Yeah. I, and you know, I, I I do prefer you to, to agree with everything I say. That's not gonna happen. I know. That's what I don't like no. about you. No. I want you to I'm agree. Opinionated. With I know you're, you're you're yeah you're opinionated. That's what they call it now. Yeah, you're a douche. I mean that in a nice way. Oh come on, just joking. That's, yeah, okay. Uh, how, what, are they t- are they put me over in the, in the meetings? Don't between you and me, like the big bosses, they love me, right? I think uh, 2017's got some big things in store for you. Come on, don't be sarcastic. You I'm serious? not being sarcastic. No. Really? You'll be here, and you're gonna be you're gonna be rocking and rolling. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a plus. Thanks. Hey, hey I just it's breaking news. <laughs> I might get in trouble right now, but I think I just broke news. <laughs> you might get in trouble. Yeah, the Taz show will be back in 2017, unless it's not. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think we're okay. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I think we're okay. You would know better than me. Or maybe yeah, not. yeah. No, I, th- I think we're okay. Yeah, it's I all think, good. I mean, I was going to make an announcement in a couple of weeks, oh, but were you? that's all right. Oh, don't worry about it. I uh, strike it from the right. Never mind. I was just kidding. Nah, that's all right. That's yeah. what you do. How are we doing on the uh, the Chad Jones? Are we doing on the gimmick chat? Is uh is uh, video Brian giving you information before I get talking about SmackDown? I want to know what's going on there. Uh, some people uh, love it, I, from what I understand. Yesterday, I know it's a lot of chitter, chatter, 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 Jones. I can't log in again. Uh, yeah. People are chatting. Uh, oh, people are chatting. Oh, yeah. Uh, are we getting confirmation from our Steam video director? Do you uh, think uh, I knew that information? <laughs> <laughs> people are chatting. I want everyone to talk. I want you all to get along. Be respectful, respectful of each other. Oh, I see it right here. KFJ sleeps in the meeting. Francisco Torres. Yes, he, he does. He loves me, Francisco. Uh, friends to the end. Uh, this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. People let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Oh, yeah, I agree, I agree, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Oh, Miles Robinson said, I'm thinking James Ellsworth is the tweener, the tweener mode. I need my glasses. And will do a full heel turn in the upcoming weeks. <sighs> tweener mode. I don't know, uh, Miles. It could be a tweener mode. I mean, it's kind of, he did a, there was a big physical moment to make people dislike him because they, he bumped brother off the, the, the ladder for the world title. You know, and, Dean Ambrose. And he also cost him the IC title last Correct. night. Correct. Right. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, those are, that's tough to say tweener moment there. You know what I mean? It, 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 that's a little tough. I, I think that's more miles than, than tweener there. But I get your drift on it. I do. I get your drift. Who else we got? We got, uh, oh, uh, it was the Supernova 619 said, a European uppercut to the yam bag. <laughs> Don't really know what it means, but I did, speaking of European, I did mention you, Seth, yesterday in an offline conversation. I really need to be upgraded here on the show uh, from a CBS perspective. I need to get out of the Western States Heritage uh, Championship mode. Yes. Oh, I, I think you might get a new producer. And, and No, and, and you said, what did you say when I said that to you? When I said, oh, European title. Yeah, yeah, you said, Taz, you have graduated up to the European title. Yep. And I want to say that's awesome, uh, but not what I was expecting. Hey, uh, baby steps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are baby steps, yeah. yeah. yeah you'll so, get there. Yeah, I know, I know. Keep plugging away, kid. I'm trying, buddy. Yeah. I'm trying. I mean, you know, uh, almost two years, right, with this thing here, right? Almost two years? No. Well, the whole oh, thing. You in podcast. Yeah, yeah. you want to do the whole thing, yeah. Why, why, did, why, why, why are you going to be sarcastic? No, uh, what are you, an idiot? It's not uh, two years. Uh, January, we launched January 2015. January 7th, So it's over a year and a half of the Taz show. Oh, including HDP. Uh, H HP. Yeah, H yeah, HGJKL. <laughs> right. That's just something. something. I don't know. Human stop! podcast machine. Right. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah, stop. Something like that. Um, right. Uh, no, there was something else I was going to ask you about that before I get to talk about SmackDown. Uh, oh, yeah, I want to raise. I want triple what I'm making now, uh, sure. just so you know. Just let them know that, okay? So we're uh, good otherwise. Johnny and Brian, you're fired. <laughs> All right, there's your money. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, jeez. Um, anyway, that's the uh, that's the deal. Look, i got to go to break right now, okay? Uh, other side of break, I'm going to get talking about... Uh, I'm going to get talking about, uh, what do you call it, about SmackDown. i got to go to break. All the side of break, I might have a surprise guest on the show. We're not ready for that. Oh, no, we are. It's going to happen. Okay. A surprise guest, a surprise caller. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Big name. Big, Big name. Big name Jones. Oh. Spread it on the social media. Surprise caller. I'm 99% sure of that. The whole crew here in the task was like, what is he talking about? What is, nobody knows what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> surprise guest. Good chance coming on the show on the other side of break. Total surprise. You might want to tweet something. Cliffhanger Jones. Cliffhanger Jones. Taz Show will be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, all right. We're back here. Taz Show, one hour down, one hour to go. Rock and rolling. I kind of teased a little bit, you know, before the break that we had a uh, surprise guest, potentially, that's going to pop on here in this segment at the tippy top of the segment, more or less right now. Sometimes this happens on the Taz show where there'll be a shocker guest, and I'll get into a little while. I know you guys wait to hear some SmackDown chatter and some chatter about uh, 205 Live. I'll get into that in a second. But uh, first and foremost, let me get to... My surprise esteemed guest, uh, none other than uh, 
Well, a guy who knows a little bit about TLC and championships. Uh, this is Bubba Ray Dudley, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, brother? Hey, can I get uh, two bacon, egg, and cheese? <laughs> Let me have uh, a pound of boar's head ham, thinly sliced. Yep. And uh, some of that veggie cream cheese. You want a little Alpine, want a quarter pound of Alpine lace Swiss? So how are we looking on that? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the low fat one, right? Yeah, but you want that, right? All right, good, good. What do you say that, Nitz? What's going on, brother? What are you doing? I'm calling you back. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, but we're on the air, though. Yeah, but the other day I said I'd call you back when I came out of the (laughs) store, so I'm calling you back now. You did. For those that don't know, Bubba and I were in a private phone call conversation, and he said, bro, I'm going to the store. I'll call you back. And that was how many days ago? Two days ago. Yeah. That was two days ago, but I'm getting back to you now. That's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I know you're all yep. over the place, bro. You just did a successful gimmick with uh, what culture? You were at, um, where else you were wrestling overseas? Help me with the, the name of the company, bro. I don't want to talk about wrestling. I want to talk real <laughs> quick where you were, and then we'll talk about other stuff. But just so wrestling fans, you know, that, that follow you, they didn't want to know where you were. Tell I, was you over there, I was over there in Bangladesh. Oh, God. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. I was in England. I was in Scotland. Uh, what culture pro wrestling insane uh championship wrestling two very good promotions over there over there uh yeah, yeah. The pond yeah. in the uk you're running around doing stuff i know you're doing stuff with uh amazing red i'm gonna I might have something going on with him soon uh promoting the show that you guys are doing are you doing a big show soon right yeah we got a show um house of glory yeah um Queens, and Queens. i believe we will have the dudleys versus the hardys mm, that's a big one <laughs> that's yeah. a big one wow. uh that's yep. a big one that's a big one i was talking about you yesterday uh, a little bit about yourself and devon and and edge and christian and hard about tlc stuff you know and and I know you and I talked offline a little bit. I mean, just the success you guys had and how awesome that was. I don't know if you're comfortable talking about some of that stuff, but I think people would be intrigued to hear your thoughts and opinions about because we're just a couple of days removed from what we saw, you know, a great match uh, from the SmackDown brand with the TLC gimmick in a one-on-one match. Yes. Uh, do you want to talk about it or not? If you don't, that's fine. We'll talk about oh, cars. I'm, I'm sorry, I did not. I did not see the match in its entirety. Okay, great. Okay, do you want to talk about one of your matches from 15 years ago, or do you? Why are you calling me, sir? What do you want to talk about? I was calling you back. <laughs> <laughs> why is everyone busting my balls today? Everybody, so, bro. It, it, I can't get the beauty a... of it that you take you, your show is very very serious yes well sometimes i call in to talk about nothing that's what i do bro sometimes you i talk are, about nothing. you are the you are the seinfeld of radio shows i think i am obviously i know vince mcmahon i, I think i think i am i think you might be right about that I, I, there you I, go. that's good right i think that's good uh, what, what are you guys talking about today what's the general topic of the day general topic today is i have a producer seth oh, um, the kfj and who's a ball buster and he 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 said that sometimes i go too far and i tell my audience look if you don't like what i do don't listen it's free it's a free lunch if you don't like it go away i'm giving you 10 hours of content he doesn't like he's also office bro bubba he's also office this guy seth ah uh, well, he is yeah see he goes ah so he's like you know you shouldn't do that it leaves a bad taste in people's mouth that's what he said and i got pissed because no i only get like that i get my backup when people you know like well why don't why do you have bubba on i want devon on you know that just bad example but that type of thing you know what that's i mean like a horrible th- example i know <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm just saying like you know people sometimes do that and that's okay and i'll, I'll say to them on twitter hey, you know if you don't like it go listen to something else sorry if they get 
uh, come at me like that, I come back at them. So that's kind of the topic. I'm a little pissed at my producer, basically. Well, I think the happy medium is this. I, I totally see both your point of view. Hmm. Even though you didn't hear any of it. <laughs> no, I, I listen. I, I know you for as long as I know you. You right, know, you're right. gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, tell yeah. the guy to go f himself real quick. Yes, it's gonna happen. Just like you, we're the same. But yeah, right. but you got to give the guys a chance. So if one of your call calls, you know, if they call in and they say, "Hey, we're not exactly happy with the show," maybe you tell them, "Hey, why don't you give it a second chance?" And then after they give it a second chance, and if they keep burying you, then tell them to go, you know, right. go to hell. Go pound salt. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, maybe you're right. See, that's good advice. Unlike what you said, Seth, where you attacked me verbally. Uh, well, you attack everybody. No, I don't. You're angry. That's, I'm not angry. I you used know, to be angry. I, I do see some of the diatribe you do have on your Twitter machine with your loyal <laughs> following, and it is quite entertaining. <laughs> hey, you're not exactly a baby face. I'm just letting you know that. So, <laughs> Listen, they, people get what they deserve. I know. I know, bro. I know. I mean, could you imagine back in the day when EC Dub, like the stuff we did, if there was Twitter? I, I don't think it, I don't, we would all been thrown off Twitter, all of us. It would have been, forget I, it. I wish, I wish Twitter was around when Dick Murdoch and Blackjack Mulligan were around. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. that would have been interesting. Hey, oh, Bubba, you know what's funny? I want to get your take. This is interesting. You just mentioned those guys. I thought about Doc and Gordy because Seth over here, we do a segment in the first, um, segment of my show, uh, a little spot called This Day in History. And he was talking about Doc and Gordy. Uh, I don't know what the, the they thing They beat uh, Stan Hansen and Spivey in 1990. Yeah. This Day I, in History. I, I was yeah. talking about how over all four of those cats were back in the day in Japan. You know, not just in Japan, but over the world. And I, I'm sure you remember how the, the buzz was back in the day in ECW when, no, when Doc and Gordy came in, you know, and Paul brought them in. It, it was awesome. And they were great guys and just... Big, big stars. I mean, and you and Devon as a tag team, the success you guys had in Japan, similar. But um, uh, obviously, I'm sure, you know, you remember those times. Uh, one of my favorite moments in ECW as a younger wrestler was the night that Terry Gordy came in. And I remember watching him go to the ring, his entrance, um, through a peephole in the back yeah. where, I could, where, where I could see the ring. And Gordy had on his hoodie, and he's a bird just crapped on my car. Oh, you kid, bro! <laughs> you don't have the to top down, do you? Come on! Oh dear God! <laughs> Buy a lottery so, ticket. <laughs> so, uh, so Gordy is uh, coming to the ring with his hoodie on, and people didn't realize who it was. But as he passed each section of people. They would just stand on their feet, and you heard this collective buzz. Like, everybody mm. was starting to notice who he was, who yeah. he was, and then he gets in the ring, and he pulls his hoodie down, and the whole arena just pops huge. Yeah. And I got goosebumps because I knew I was witnessing something special. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just great to have him there, yep. and then, you know, Doc had come in, and what a great team. They were great. And and I, I don't know if people in the States here realize, I mean, unless you're really a hardcore fan, how over those guys were in all Japan. They were over huge, man. Huge. They were, they were you know, you, you mentioned those four guys and the success they had in the United States. Yeah. But I truly believe that they were, you know, at their peak when they were working in all Japan. Yeah. Because they were working the exact styles that they wanted to work. And um, they were they were making big money over there, and um, just one hell of a team. I mean, you think of it. Did Doc and Gordy do anything in the United States? 
no, except the, the I mean, from what I remember, just the stuff they did with us. I don't remember much more after that. To be honest, right. I don't think but so. No. Japan, but in Japan, you remember everything they did. Yeah, I mean, you could look at almost equate the Bullet Club. You know, well, not just the Bullet Club, but. I guess the Bullet Club, the success they had, have, I should say, still have. And then when they kind of, you know, AJ's obviously kicking ass with WWE, but, you know, uh, Gallows and Anderson, they're doing okay, but it's not the same as it was there. It's a different, you know, you can't just blame WWE, and I'm not blaming the boys, but I'm just saying, like, it's a different feel. Certain American talents, and you know this, Bubba, can get over in Japan more than than they can get over here at times. It's weird. You don't even know. You can't figure out who's going to get over either. There's no doubt. It's um, it's uh, a unique fan base over there, and it, it takes uh, it takes some skill and talent to to get over with Japanese crowd, and they definitely were. I believe Doc and Gordy are one of only two tag teams to ever win the All Japan Tag Team a yearly tag team tournament and go undefeated throughout the whole tournament. Only two teams did it. Mm, who's the other? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. I didn't know that's cool, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Japan for us was always great, and to be able to follow in the footsteps of those guys, um, very cool. Yeah, man. It it really was. That's just uh, when Seth mentioned those guys, I, I thought of that right away, and uh, you know, I, I don't know about that. And look, you can go even further back from that, Bubba. Not to just get into talking about tag teams, but you're an expert, obviously, and, and your passion and your success. But like the Road Warriors, they, I don't know if people realize too <laughs> how over those mother effers were in Japan back in the day. You know what I mean? They were they were gods. Yeah, they were. <laughs> the Road Warriors were gods in Japan. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else you could possibly say about them. Yeah, they, they're like they, monsters. They were like monsters. They would walk yeah. out. People would just scatter. Like when Bruiser Brody came out, like people would just scatter out of the way. I mean, and that's the fun part about wrestling in Japan, as you know, Bubba. It's like that. The, there's a totally different feel with the audience. I don't know if I haven't been there in years. You've been there before me uh, lately, as I should say. I should say, but I, I'm sure it's the same, right? I mean, I guess the people still, still, they really get ingrained in it, and they they buy everything. And as long as you're working it hard. They're gonna they're gonna sweat you. And they're gonna run from you. Yeah, absolutely. You have uh, you know you have autonomy. You can do whatever you want over there. You can get over and entertain the way you feel is fit. And um, yeah, th- there are no rules over there. There's th- there's nobody telling you what to do. There is no microscope over there. Um, and it- it's an exciting place to work. And the Road Warriors were massively over in Japan, but. I, I think they had lost one or two matches in Japan. Um, there is one tag team that is undefeated in Japan and wrestling there for over 15 years. Oh, really? Uh, and who's that? Yep. Yes. Got it. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so let's talk about something that has nothing to do with wrestling. And I got to tell you, brother, okay, people might not know this about you, but I do. I'm jumping on the bandwagon really quick lately, and that's the Dallas Cowboy bandwagon, bro. Now, so for those that don't know, Bubba Ray Dudley has been a longtime Cowboy fan. He's not a bandwagon guy. You got to be loving Dak and Zeke and these guys tearing it up. 
I am loving it, but I'm waiting for the letdown. Oh, it's coming. And, <laughs> I, and, and when they played the Vikings, and I love Dak. I love Dak Prescott. I said to a guy who used to be the producer here, the Viking, he's a big Viking fan, and when they played the Vikings, I'm like, I'm telling you, you guys might upset the Cowboys. They didn't. I said, but Dak is due for a bad game, and he didn't play that good, so that might have been your letdown. That might have been. This kid, Zeke Elliott, is a stud, bro. He's just running amok. I think Dak is absolutely awesome, doing a great job as uh, as the starting quarterback. But without Zeke there, it would be a completely different dynamic. Of course, the running game keeps that balance. Uh, but Zeke absolutely. is, yeah, he's he, and he's cocky. That's what I like about Zeke Elliott. He's cocky. You can run behind that O line, you'd be cocky too. Well, that offensive yeah. line's the best in football. The it really well, is. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know. The, the offensive line is so important, and you go back to the days of Emmett Smith, and he'll be the first one to tell you. That's right. I would never have run for all those yards if I didn't have that offensive line in, in front of me. Absolutely, and that, that's the you know those are the guys in the pit that don't get the credit. The guys that are, if you don't have a good running game, as you know, you're not going to have a good passing game, and and they just that's the balance. The best running back in football, arguably right now, is Ezekiel Elliott. I don't care what anybody says, and yeah. you got to look at the two fa- like them and and the and the Patriots from the AFC are probably going to end up in the Super Bowl. And then I will be wearing cowboy stuff. I'll be the biggest freaking cowboy fan. Oh, because I hate, bro. I hate Tom Brady, Bubba. And I hate <laughs> the Patriots. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? I hate him. I'm just tired. <laughs> so I, yeah. I think uh, I think from uh, from a, a TV point of view, uh, a fan's interest point of view, a ratings point of view. Um, Cowboys Patriots or Cowboys Raiders is the Ooh, one you're looking for. Oh, yes, I'm into that, bro. That that would Cow- be badass. Cowboys, ca- Cowboys Raiders would be a great story. Uh, two of the most passionate fan sets mm, out there. Yeah, and uh, some of the biggest merch, you know, merch, merch. Uh, yeah, merch, sellers yeah. in the NFL, which Good point. is huge. Good point. Two different quarterbacks, too, in David Carr and, and, and Dak Prescott. Two different, you know, uh, feels of an offense, Seth. Let me ask Bubba, who are, you, who are you worried about in the NFC for Dallas? Maybe Seattle with that defense? Mm. Seattle Seattle has come on very, very strong. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. The thing that worries me about the Cowboys is, is their defense is definitely – we don't have a pass rush, and our secondary is, you know, it's susceptible. You know, we've given well, we've had uh, two games now where we're getting up thirty points. I mean, we're keeping ourselves in the game. We're pounding the other teams. We're, we're scoring points. We're doing whatever it takes to win. But I have a funny feeling one of these weeks, and it might even be this week against the Giants because the Cowboys now have clinched. So I'm hoping they still go out there and have that, you know, killer attitude um, yeah. when they go out on their field and they don't but, just. But, but, but you're a New York guy like me, you know. So you know. You know, Giants have a rabid fan base, and you know you know about the rivalry of the Giants and Cowboys, you know, big time, right? But to the, yep. the, the thing is, though, dude, man, the cow, the the uh, the Giants right now, it's kind of a bad feel from what I understand. Listen to what's going on. You know, Eli's not playing great. They're throwing the ball only to what's his name Beckham, the kid. Uh, what's his name? The kid who dances, the salsa. What's his name? Cruz. Cruz. Victor Cruz. He's pissed off. They're not throwing the ball to him. I don't think they have that good of a running game. I don't know. I don't think you got to worry about. That. I don't think you got to worry about the Giants. It's not necessarily that I'm worried about the Giants. I'm just worried about the Cowboys being a little lax mm. this uh, this week, just because they know they're in already. Yeah, you know. I hear you. We, you know, there's only you know, what are you, twelve games into the season? You've already made it. 
So they, this might be the letdown week, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Sometimes you need to get smacked in the face. You yeah. know, you get woken up a little bit. Wake up a little bit. Complacency you know, goes it's away. It's kind of like when I wrestle Dreamer. You know, I feel like I'm in there with a, with a sloth or like a, a walrus. So sometimes I back him into the corner. I smack him across the face. And then you see his eyeballs shoot out from under his uh, third eyelid. And, you know, he comes he comes alive. That's unbelievable. It's never, it never ends. I was telling people when we did the, uh, the, the gimmick recently for WWE Network, you know, the ECW thing with myself and you and, and Devon and stuff and Paul and Tom that the amount of footage they didn't air because there was so much jocularity and goofing off that they couldn't air it like you know like <laughs> I felt bad for Corey Graves he had to deal with us you know <laughs> two things on that if they ever aired the outtakes from that I think fans would go absolutely out of control I think you're right it would be so so funny because we knew what went on, you know, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, definitely you got to give credit to Corey Gray. Yes, yes. Because I'm going to try to paint this picture. The five of us have not been in the same room, same place, same time in 11 years. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, exactly. And, and, it, and, and we fell right back into our old routine of just making fun of each other and telling stories and Corey is the one that had heard this bunch of cats. <laughs> yeah. And hurting cats is not an easy thing to do. Yes. I know you know about that, but I won't get into yeah. that. I yeah, very big <laughs> into the, to the feline community. I actually um, am very well aware. I've heard. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he, he, did his, he did his absolute best, and I think he did a very good job in trying to keep it as corralled as he possibly can. He did, yeah. And on point. He did. It, it, it went off so many times. I just I just saw another person yesterday who told me, like, Bubba, that ECW thing was so great. I loved it. I loved it. He goes, but it was too damn short. <laughs> well, and that seems to be the major complaint. That's right. You agree, yeah, Seth? Definitely. Yeah. Everyone said that. I, I've got that from people calling the show when we did it, you know, after we did it, and, and fans on Twitter, too. Absolutely. People, and, and I think WWE would agree it was a little too short. And, you know, who knows? Maybe there'll be something else. But I remember that first segment. This is what was not short. When you know what people didn't see, I, you know, it was, it was a big studio, uh, as you know, Bubba, and I was in that studio, and so were you. And I didn't. It was dark where we were, and I didn't see you at first. I didn't know you were there, but you know, when, when it was just Heyman talking first in the first segment with Corey, and bro, how long did Paulie go? Like, and we just looked, then finally you and I made eye contact. Was like, oh my god, how long already? And <laughs> he didn't stop. No, uh, here's the thing, Paul did go long. It was good. Though. Um, it was good. Like he talked for a very, very long time, and it was very informative. Yes. I just thought it was so deep. It was deep. That 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 fans might not have been able to to connect with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so. It, it, it was great stuff, but I I was just concerned that people were going to be totally, totally into it. Yeah. Um. But the way it, uh, you know, when they edited it down, it became very, very interesting. And, and, and Paul is always interesting. Of course. Talks, so I thought yeah. it came off great. I give him credit, man. You know, Paul had, a, you know, he talked about things that he probably hadn't talked about maybe maybe ever in public about, you know, the intricacies of business. And I think that also we as a panel, for lack of better terms, or a team, we let people really know, like, how the intricacies of the company was working, you know, from stuff that you were doing in a promotion perspective or myself with the school and merch and Dreamer with all he's done and stuff like that. And, and Devon was there too. Um, you know, Tremendous. So. <laughs>
tremendous. <laughs> so I love Devon, but you know, listen, yeah. don't talk bad about Devon. Devon's office. You might not get your job back. I, I know that's a good point. Devon is office, bro. <laughs> he's gonna block you. You're never getting back in that company again. He's definitely blocking you forever. Yeah, I'm happy where I am. I know, I know. Well, I think people, I think fans would would love to see you back in. Look, you obviously have a good rapport with WWE. You left on great terms, it seems. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, we haven't seen the last of you somehow, some way, maybe, in the WWE. Who knows? I'm not asking. I'm not going to put you on the spot. But you know. Oh, no, I don't care about being put on the spot. You're not putting me on the spot. Okay, huh? bro. I'm just, I, I'm we, just talking. We had a... Uh, we, we, from day one that we were in WWE, like 15 years ago, up until the day we left the cup, you know, about four or five months ago, WWE has always treated me and Demon great they have always taken extremely good care of us um and, and this past year um was the same thing they really took care of us now i know a lot of fans are gonna be like well no they didn't take care of you because you you know you, you had to put this team over right. that team over that's the name of the game yeah that's it that's the business find, you're not gonna find a lot of veterans if any who truly understand that they get to a point in their career where they can lend their name and credibility to other teams so other teams can get over to the same level that they got over. Yeah, absolutely. Bubba, as a fan, I, I get what you're saying, but also I think us, us as fans, we're big fans of, of Team 3D that we thought maybe we get one more title run or just one more championship we're, we're kind of hoping for. Well, listen, Seth. We, we've had the championships in the WWE nine times. We have the championships around the world 24 times. Would it have been nice to have it one more time for nostalgia? Yeah, I guess. Well, 10's a nice but, round number. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, and, and, and I will agree with you only because uh, the fans wanted it. The fans wanted so much more out of the Dudleys at their last WWE run, and I get it. I understand it. As a fan of other things, if I go to a KISS show, I want to hear Detroit Rock City. So if you don't play it for me, I'm going to be a little upset. I'm not going to be totally pissed because I saw a great show, but I didn't get to hear one of the songs that I really wanted to hear. Right. right. So I understand that, 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 that people are upset, but I'm proud, and Devon is proud of the fact that we were able to go back there for another year at this stage of the game for us and be able to help other teams. We were really proud of our, of our uh, stuff with the New Day and with the Wyatts and with the Usos. Could we have done a ton more? Absolutely. Mm. But it, it just that's just the way it is. That's it's business. Business. It's just business. It's just business. Yeah, it's just I get it. business. And we totally, totally understand it. You know, and as far as ever being back there one day, you know, Taz, the number one thing that I hear from um, you know, wrestling fans, whether it's in person, at autograph sessions, or, or mostly on, on social media. It's, when are we going to see Bully Ray in the WWE? Aha! That's, that's where I was just going, sir. <laughs> um, hey. I want to see Bully Ray in the All WWE. Right, well, it was good talking to you guys. <laughs> and... Uh, no, bro. I, you know, I, I I wanted to bring it up, but I wasn't gonna be, until you did, and you did. And uh, so now I I, I got to do my due diligence here as an esteemed award-winning host. I digress. Um, you know, hey, uh, bro, uh, dude, 
that would be badass. I mean, Bully Ray and TNA, let's be honest. The friggin' gimmick was phenomenal, okay? And who came up with the thing with me when I said it's hot in here and I had the, the gimmick? Whose idea was that? Mine or yours? When you took off the, the, when you took the off jacket. The suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Aces I think that was your idea. I, uh, I don't think it was, bro. I think you said it. No, yeah. Oh, the line was the line was my the line was my idea, but the put me in that was that you or Bischoff's idea. That was, to, that was me. That was you. Okay, thanks. That was me because I figured we'd get a lot of heat on you, and then you'd you'd give it back to some up and coming babyface, and we're still waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bro, that that angle. I've done a lot of angles in my career just like you have you know and you know certain angles stick out that you do some don't that one will always stick out to me you know that that just worked i i don't know i mean and uh that whole gimmick and that people don't realize how much your brain was behind all of that aces and eights bully ray the stuff with brooke and yourself and hulk and all that dude I'm telling you, that's underratedly awesome creative right there, and that's a shoot. It was great. As a fan, that's it, probably one of the things I remember most about TNA. It was awesome. Yeah, it, it was really great. was. That was all Bubba, man. The whole that whole I, game. I, I appreciate that because it's actually um, the body of work that I, you know, other than me and Devon's success, uh, you know, yeah, the, the, the bully racing is something that I, I'm extremely proud of. I came <clears throat> I'm the guy that came up with Bully Ray. I invented Bully Ray. Um, and I'm the guy that took, you know, the bull by the horn, so to speak, and made my opportunities in TNA. There's not one person in TNA who's responsible for Bully Ray. It was all me. Now, that being said, I, the person I have to give credit to is Eric Bischoff. Mm. Because Bischoff is the guy that gave Bully Ray the ball. Yes. Bischoff is the guy that pulled me on the side and he says, hey, I think you're the guy for this. And, um, you know, he, I hey, hey, he, he believed it. I was, I, mean, I was there. I remember he was heavily into believing it. Commentary, we got it over the right way because his, his direction on that and, of course, our relationship, your relationship with me and Mike Tanay, and we, we would have direct line of communication with you about it. But Eric was definitely big-time supporter and wanted to get that thing over. Yeah, and I give him a ton of credit. Another guy I got to give credit to is Jason Harvey. That's because right. Jason, yeah. Jason worked with me, um, you know, backstage doing my, uh, you know, you know, backstage promos and stuff. And he was able to help bring out a, you know, a, a, a different side of me that made the character even more, you know, believable. Yes. So you know, Bischoff and Harvey really handed me the ball, um, and I had a great time there. And listen, Taz. I'm not blowing smoke up my own ass here, and, and you know me, but facts are facts and numbers are numbers. When Bully Ray was there and we were doing the Aces and Eights gimmick, it did the highest numbers TNA just about ever did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I know. Jeff Hardy versus Bully Ray in the Alamo Dome did 7,200 paid people. It's TNA's biggest paid house ever. Mm, mm. You know, and That's... the Aces and Eights did some of the highest ratings. That, other than Hulk coming back to the company... The Aces and Aces are the second highest rated thing on the, on the yeah, show. Yeah, and the commentary, obviously, back then was awesome. Oh, yeah, the commentary. When Mike Tanay and Don West were there, I mean, they, <laughs> that commentary. That was, that was the dream team right there. Will you stop? Okay. On that note. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, what's your favorite Kiss song? 
My favorite Kiss song is probably War Machine. War Machine. Shout it out. Oh, loud. come on, War Machine. War Machine. Likes the trading vocals. Oh, like the Poland You know team. what though? What, your version of War Machine was absolutely awesome. You were a lot part of it. I mean, when they redid the gimmick, like I know you were like, you would hear it, listen, you would give input on it. I mean, you know, because you and Shane Douglas were like, you know, gigantic Kiss. Well, still, are, I shouldn't say we were gigantic Kiss fans. I was. I always liked Kiss, but I wasn't like. And you guys were like, I don't know, who's a, who is a bigger Kiss fan? You or Shane? That's a, what would you say, Bob? Shane, Shane and Candido were like those, you know, like creepy Kiss fans, you know? <laughs> like they knew what time they went to the bathroom every day, <laughs> you know, like that. Yeah, I, but, I, uh, I knew yeah. both. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know Candido was, too. I didn't even know he was a Kiss fan. Oh, my God, Candido and Cammy were huge Kiss marks. I did not know that. As well as I knew Chris, yeah. I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah, Chris had all, all sorts of memorabilia at his house and stuff like that. That's cool, man. Uh, yep. Yeah, so you answered Seth. You answered your question. What would you say? Oh, you just shout it out oh, loud. Oh, shout it out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah shout it. I mean, I like so much Kiss stuff, but shout it out loud. Detroit Rock City. Songs like that are just, to me, they're awesome. Talk I mean, there's also a lot of, you know, uh, you know, Let Me Go Rock and Roll. That's some, you know, one that they don't play all the time, but I really, really enjoy. You know, we talked about Steve Williams. He used to use uh, Love It Loud. Lo- what was it called? Love It Loud? I Love It Loud. I Love It Loud. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. That was badass. He used to use that in Japan, and I think in ECW he used it, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah, and uh, that was badass. Yeah, well, it was a good times. It's not like it was. We sound like old crotchety bastards. <laughs> old bastards. Ah, these guys today suck. Uh, how's the dojo? How's the school going, brother? All good, I'm sure. Right. The school is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be happier with the school. Um, we're going on 10 years now. Wow. Good for you. Congrats. That's awesome. That's hard to do. Hey, we've talked about it offline. Wait, we got to go to break? Huh? We do pretty soon. Bubba, you want to hang on or you, you got to go? I'm in front of the gym. So I'll. I'll uh, 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 if you got to go, bro, I could talk to you for another minute. Then I, I got business to do. I, mean, I don't have time well, to. Well, why can't you extend the break? Because I can't. I have, I have, I'm restrained here with CBS. They make but, me uh, do things. Make me the bad guy. <laughs> I got a job to do, bro. This is this is not a podcast, you know. This is not a podcast. Real quick though, you had a student that just uh, graduated and got signed, I believe. I saw. Is that right, Baba? Yes, um, we we've had a couple of students that have just recently got signed. Um, We have one that will be going to New Japan. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of keep that on, you know, just right. We got a lot. We got a lot of guys going to a lot of good spots that we will fully be announcing soon. Well, that's uh, Team 3D, and I've talked about your school a lot, you, you and Devon's di- gimmick there, and anybody who's down there in Florida wants to relocate, well, you can relocate, and you want to be a pro wrestler and get taught the right way. I've always put put over what you guys do, and I believe in it. You know, so, uh, Bob, what's your website, bro, just so people could find it, or, or Twitter? What's the best way to get the, 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 the school, you know? It's Team 3D Academy. Okay, so there, there you yeah, go. If you're interested in coming to the school, you know, want to be a wrestler, you know, just hit us up on Twitter at Team 3D Academy or for Bully Ray 5150. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll answer all your questions and find out. But we're also looking to branch out to the Northeast. Oh. That's the next big move. Well, we could work on that. You could, uh, I could run the dojo for you, you know, if you want. It costs you a lot of money, though, bro. I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick with Seth or somebody else. Thank you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> all right. Listen, why don't you go train? All right, and I'll let you go. All right. Yep. So. Uh... 
Okay. Yeah. Listen, bro, thanks for calling me back. I appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Uh, no problem. I'll talk to you in September. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. Be right. good. Thanks okay. for calling, man. Right, there you go. That's Bully Ray, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to have him on. I got to go to break. I'll just have a break. I'll talk about the call a little bit. And I got to try and get into SmackDown. Uh, all right, Taz Show. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here. Fourth quarter city. Show's running uh, a little heavy. Surprise guests. Bully Ray. Bubba Ray Dudley was on. Came out of nowhere. Had a great chat with my man. One of my best friends. Probably around. Definitely. Uh, hey, I want to talk to you guys real quick here before I talk, talk about SmackDown. Uh, listen, don't get pinned down with subscription, subscriptions or contracts. What I'm talking about is Voodoo. V-U-D-U. It's free. To join, real simple. Own or rent only. Watch what you want to watch. Don't worry about it. You don't have to worry about spending a ton of money. Okay, watch thousands of titles for free with limited commercials. It's freaking free movies, dude. Anytime, anywhere you want. Everything from essential classics to sports documentaries. Don't leave the couch to get a movie. Rent or own over a hundred thousand titles. I mean, it's straight up legit for most smart TVs, Blu-ray players, streaming devices, and iOS and Android devices. Watch the latest movies, most before released on Blu-ray slash DVD, Netflix, Redbox, the whole thing. Get bragging rights. Learn spoilers first, and then you can mess with your friends. You screw around them a little bit. You joke around. You poke fun up a little bit. Take a little shot at them. Thanks to Voodoo, V-U-D-U. Real simple deal. Okay, uh, it's, a, it's a great gimmick, so go check it out. Okay, get the iOS or Android app and get the ability to download owned and rented titles. Watch full 1080p, purchase Blu-ray or DVD in app, and much more. That's Voodoo, V-U-D-U. It's free to join. Jump on it, kids. So, uh, yeah, packed, loaded a show, uh, and we're not even done. Uh, we might be on Facebook Live right now. I know, I know. We're I know we're chatting since uh, since the show started at TazShow.com on the gimmick chat. Plethora ways here, people on the uh, on the Twitter. Again, thanks to Bully Ray for jumping on out of nowhere and just calling in. Had a little chat, got his thoughts on the Cowboys. Heard some interesting stuff about uh, the influence that Eric Bischoff and and the sign off that he gave towards uh, you know towards uh, Bubba with the whole Bully Ray character and Aces and Eights and TNA. I thought that was cool. So and just uh, just you know our friendship over the years and talking about EC Dub and you know. That's how it works. You know, it's not a guest-driven show, guys, that are new to the Taz show. I just kind of roll. And uh, sometimes we have guests on, sometimes I don't. You know, and sometimes I don't even know when they're going to be on. I had no idea that was going to happen. You know, I get friends of mine that text me or they'll say, hey, you know, what are you doing? You know, let's talk. You know, boom, I'm in. You know, that, it's yeah. cool about Bischoff because, like, you know, he's like a an old, uh, U.S. president. You know, they they get a lot of crap, and then like years later, you appreciate him more because he did a lot. Of, he did a lot for the business. U.S. president. You know, presidents they get crapped on, and then like later in life they get some credit for something they did like twenty years ago. Day, night, cold, hot. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. It's yeah. a different perspective, different analogy. Uh, I, it's interesting. I get your drift. I think uh, it's I'm a little. <laughs> I, I don't know. You get nine headsets on. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm getting uh, video Brian politics in my head. 
Uh, well, this is how, this is the way. Welcome to radio, son. This is not this is not your basic podcast here. This is radio, okay? Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So yeah, SmackDown. So look, we saw uh, AJ come out. I talked a little bit about this. AJ comes out, can't can't defend the gimmick against Ellsworth. He's got the uh, walking boot on. He got the ankle, the heel gimmick going on. And then uh, Ellsworth came out and he had a real cocky attitude. And he's like, "What's the deal? You're afraid to face me? I got your number." Ba ba ba. I, I, it was different. I, I didn't know what to expect. I, you know, when you saw the way Ellsworth pushed Dean Ambrose off the ladder at TLC to cost him the the uh, World Championship, you would think that, you know, Ellsworth would have been siding Buddy Buddy Jones with uh, AJ Styles. That's not what happened. You know, uh, it was a little bit different. It kind of seems like Ellsworth is going to be on his own island, where it's just this whacked out delusional guy. Uh, that's just like, what is going on with him type thing? You know, he don't know like, what's going on, which is kind of weird and cool at the same time. I think it's different because Dean Ambrose came out, and, and it was funny because Ellsworth just puts his hand out like, hey, buddy, he goes to shake his hand, and it's just like a quick boot to the gut, uh, dirty deeds, boom, 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 see you later, Dean Ambrose left. I thought that was good. I liked it when he did that. I thought it was funny. AJ laughing was the best part. It was. It was. It was. It was real. It was organic, like kind of feel, like shoot feel. It, looked, it felt right. You know. Uh, then we saw uh, we saw uh, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt uh, basically with their titles, their new titles against the former champs. The, the former champs wanted their rematch clause done up. Rhino and Heath Slater. Uh, well, didn't go well for those boys, unfortunately. And uh, we saw the champions uh, uh, win the gimmick, uh, win the match. You Great know, team, man. They really are. Great team. They got some, it's just you wouldn't expect it to be, but you got true, two pros in there. And look, Randy Orton could work with a broom and get it over. Okay, Randy Orton is underratedly not good, but great. But these guys, are. how long have they been teaming? They're, they're already like yeah, just, awesome. They're pros. Yeah. And, and Orton is Orton. He's underratedly great. I'm telling you that right now. Sometimes when guys are here for so long, they get underappreciated yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah, somebody that's else right. we know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You're damn right on that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're exactly right. So then, um, you're my buddy. You put me over. Thank you, pal. You got it. You're the man. Uh, so then, Carmella promo. Okay, she comes out, and I'm a, I'm a fan of hers. She got that heel thing going on. She's got this whole thing. She's kind of like stooging off this whole angle with Natalia and all that stuff. And you know, then Natalia comes out, and it's like, and then they, you know, she 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 runs to the back. And she runs into to chase Carmella, and she runs into Nikki Bella. You know, I, I thought the segment was okay. I didn't think it was great. A little awkward. Something about it. I, I don't know if I feel this thing with Nikki and Natalia or what they're doing there. I don't know. I don't know if it's there for me, to be honest with you. Um, just being frank, you have an opinion on it? Planting the seeds, man. Let it grow a little bit, you know? Yeah, okay. Right, let okay. It get hot. There. I'm just telling you how it there, huh? oh, oh, What do I let know? develop. You don't need to develop angles? Come on. I'm going to kick your ass! Okay, no problem, pal. Mm. All right, so... Uh, Honeymoon's over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah! No more Jones. <laughs> but you forget the Jones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yep. Right, anyway, uh, so then we saw the Miz TV deal, and, you know, you guys know I'm a big fan of Miz, and Dean Ambrose was the guest. And you know what? I, I I was cool with it. I thought Dean came off like he was gonna just have a conversation with Miz. And then it started getting to a point where Miz was digging deep because that's like Miz's gimmick, you know, with the Miz TV, which is entertaining and funny. Where he's gonna ask the hard questions, you know, 
and and all that stuff unlike here in the taz show when i have a guest you know i throw softballs that's my gimmick it's layups that's what i do here that's that's my thing softball city softball city that's yeah. my deal here uh that's how i do it no one cares but anyway i thought dean ambrose uh came off okay until he started you know when he got he got pissed off and i i, I thought it was a little control not contrived like forced toughness the way he got in Miz's face and that Miz pulled Maurice in front of him right there, I thought was a little... I don't know why Miz would do that. I understand he's a heel, and he wants heat. I get it. I, I don't think it was something... I think it was a little too far. Does that make sense? You know where I'm going with this? Uh, not really. Not you, really, no. Okay. I really don't. Okay. I'm sorry. Then you could just turn your mic off. It's I, I, that simple. There's no problem. Uh, so you can do that. No, but I'm, I'm explaining. Like, you have a, a guy who... <laughs> you're, you're the Intercontinental Champion, and... You get this guy mad. You're both in your prime. He stands up. You pull the girl in front of you. I understand for heat, but I think it could have been a little bit more where he got conf- Miz got confrontational with him. They were about to go, and then maybe pull the girl. Or, or, or I just felt like Ambrose should have done something more to make Miz okay. I need to put my wife in front of me. He didn't threaten. You don't think he threatened him it enough? It wasn't enough. It was just a verbal thing that he stood up. That's you could all. also look at it like Miz just did it just to even bother well, him more. That's what Miz yeah. would do, right? Yeah. So that part, I, I do agree yeah. with you on that. That's true. That's true. So, Corbin, uh, another rematch gimmick. There's a lot of rematches here with Kalisto, okay? Uh, a really cool way. Corbin win the match, and he should win the match. Baron Corbin is awesome. And a really cool way they went to end of days, the finish, the end of days. I really love the way they did this. Kalisto can just bump and work and move his ass off. These guys had a good match. I enjoyed it. We've seen them work a lot. And it's just something. They got a good chemistry. I'm sure it's going to die down here now. But it's got to. I think a lot of stuff's dying down. And a lot of rematches, you know. I think that's, that was the, the, that, the kill right. shot right there. I think like, you're he, right. He crushed yeah. him. Yeah, 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 he did. He did. He did. I think you're right about that. Uh, Alexa... Uh, Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss comes out, okay, and talking about um, you know a championship and all that, and that she's this bitchy girl, and she's talking about Becky called her bitch and all that stuff, and she is the bitch and all that kind of stuff. And I thought it was cool. I, I'm a fan of Alexa. Um, I got to be honest with you, just calling it the way I see it. <sighs> Look, obviously Alexa Bliss is not a big girl. She's not a physically intimidating female wrestler, um, but. When she's in street clothes with that title on, and she just didn't even look. It, 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 I think she needs to stay in her gear. When she's in her gear, I, in her wrestling gear, I, I maybe I'm overthinking this as a wrestler, former wrestler. She just didn't look <clears throat> like I talked about Ellsworth. If you put Ellsworth mm-hmm. in street clothes, you're not even going to know who he is. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying that with Becky. She looks like a star. She's a pretty girl. Her hair, the red things on the end of her hair, the blonde hair. I get it all. But in street clothes, she looked. And then Becky calls her a little girl. Like, you know, like, it was like, Ugh. Um, you can kind of compare it to Sasha Banks. You don't really see Sasha Banks in street clothes, That's a good right? point. That's yeah, a good point. She's yeah. small, too. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. I think you got to be careful with that, especially she's the champion. I'm not saying that Alexa's not talented. She doesn't have star power. She has all of that. I'm a fan. She's a pretty girl. She's got all of that. She does. But I just think in street clothes, she just doesn't look like, okay, you a wrestler. Yeah. And she's got this belt on. It's like, is she playing dress up? What are we doing? You know, Becky comes out pissed off. Um, Lexa, you know, Lexa Bliss powder. She don't want to fight right now type thing. And I'm fine. I'm always fine with heels, you know, powder on the heat. I did not see Tyler Breeze. And I caught the tail end of Tyler Breeze and Gable. Um, 
So I didn't see that. I know Gable won the match. Uh, and the IC title with Miz and Dean Ambrose. I mean, did, I like. Did you like the match? Of course, I, I thought it was real good. Yeah, I, I did. We talked. We talked about Miz. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's the, the man, top dude. of his game. Yeah, he is. He's bringing intensity. He's, he's got a mean streak. From a fan perspective, where I, I want to get your take, man. Sure. Like with Ellsworth, are, they, are, are you tired of seeing him? Is it good? Is it bad? What's your thoughts? That's funny you say that because I, you know, after he's got, he burned his bridges, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like his time is running out pretty soon. Mm. I, don't, I can't see him being around, you know, past Royal Rumble. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, it's like it's it's going to be played out. They're getting there. But he's got to be like put put away in the in the ring. Like he needs to be like you know. Yeah, no, they're, they're getting Casket to that. Jones or something. I don't Casket know. Casket Jones. That's a good one. That's a new one actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're getting there. I mean, they're definitely getting there. Um, yeah, they're definitely getting there. Between two of the best in the in the company, beating them up. I mean, <laughs> something's got to give. Yeah, I know. Um, not going to have time to get into 205 Live, unfortunately. I'm looking at Facebook Live. Uh, hello, everybody on Facebook Live. I'm sure I'll get the thumbs up now and a smiley face. They love oh. me there. Oh, they love me. They love me over there. Absolutely. They, they appreciate me. They have no bad taste in their mouth about no. anything. No. You're, you're like best friends with Facebook Live. Mm, that's interesting. So anyway, so, uh, you know, uh, to me, I'm thinking, can we get an- any other form of of communication via social media that I could communicate with these people that I'm so confused. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, from TazShow.com to Gimmick Chat oh, to the Facebook boy. Live. It's like I, I, we got so much here. I, I don't know. And then we got the phone lines, of course, which I completely forgot we had. But uh, but uh, Freddie uh, from Fontana, California, you're on the Show. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Taz. How about yourself? Good, man. Talk to me. Uh, so I had a question. I'm a little old. Uh, I mean, a little... Uh... I'm like probably a day late and a dollar short on this. It's about Survivor Series. Okay. Uh, there was a, I think it was a Robert SmackDown elimination match, and there was a spot where the Shield reunited and they're doing their their whole uh, you know power bomb through a table thing. Yeah. And then Roman uh, insisted on picking the Spanish announce table, and he you clearly hear him say, "I don't want that table. I want this table." Pointing to the Spanish announce table. Right. He says, "I don't like those guys." So I mean, there's really no follow up as far as that goes. But I don't know. That was at Survivor Series. You're talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. I, that's yeah. when I did my special at Fan Seth. Yep. So I right. I only heard some of the audio. So I, you're, who said that now? Was it Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns. Yeah. They're about a powerbomb through through the main table, and then he says, "Wait, no, I want this table. I don't like those guys." I'm pointing at the Spanish announcers, it was like really, it was really random and abrupt. I think he probably no just did it. I just did. I don't think this fight. I just think it was uh, because he. I just. I don't think. I, I don't know this for a fact. I'm sure he doesn't have a problem with those guys. I think it was just <laughs> something like he said. You know, like, hey, I don't like these guys. Let's break their table instead because maybe they were going to break the wrong table. And he said, no, no, we got to go to this one. He might have covered up himself, Freddie. And thank you. Uh, for, for calling, it might have just been one of those things. I don't think. I just think it's something like a throwaway. That's there would be no follow up. It's not like he's going to be in an angle with the, those guys. Us so. fans, we always know it's a Spanish announced table. It's yeah. that's kind of the, the, the that goes bit. Out. That's yeah. that's kind of the gimmick. You know, that's kind of the gimmick. You know, hey, uh, Rob in uh, Virginia, you are on the Taz show. What's up? What's going on, Taz? Good, buddy. Talk to me. Uh, I was calling. I wanted to get your opinion. Personally, I think that cruiserweight division's a little outdated. Like. I don't mind the talent and the matches. They're good. But, like, the other week, Mike Johnson said Austin Aries may come and be in it, and that's fine. But, like, to me, Rey Mysterio broke that mold and 
became a world champion, and I think Austin Aries could too. I don't like how they're like categorized. You know what I mean? I think if he wanted to bring them, they should have brought like another mid card belt, like the TV title or something. I just think the cruiserweight division and titles outdated. Wait a minute. So why would they bring if they're doing a cruiserweight show, um, Rob? You know, called two hundred five live. You, I'm, so I'm understand what I'm, what you say, I want to understand what you're saying. You have a problem with the, the TV show and the whole division that, uh, like, I'm just pin- yeah, the show and the whole division. I just think it's kind of outdated. Where like, I think today smaller guys can be the heavyweight champion, and it's like now they got their show for two hundred five and under. I just don't think they should have went with that. In my opinion. Uh, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, and you're obviously entitled to your opinion. I, 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 I'm okay with that part of it. I think it's just another layer, Rob, of 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 wrestling content for WWE and programming for for more bang for your buck for ten bucks a month on that network. I, I, honestly, and and look, we see it in UFC and boxing, Seth, all the time. Well, uh, on, uh, going up in weight. Going I mean, up in weight. It's yeah. also another development place to develop talent too. Is 205 sure. Live. And like in, in New Japan, I think they may got you know, stolen that a little bit because yeah. like Kenny Omega was a That's junior right. heavyweight champion, That's and now right. he's a big heavyweight. Well, listen, so. I don't know if you know this, Rob, to Seth's point, like the junior heavyweight championship. Finn Balor. That's right. In in New Japan, since I was working there in, in the late 80s uh, and early 90s in New Japan, the junior heavyweight championship, which is a cruiserweight championship, was over like Rover and huge, and it still is. You know what I mean, Rob? So I don't. I'm not trying to... Say you're wrong. It's you're entitled to your opinion. If you don't like it, that's cool. But uh, you know, it, 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 I don't think it's going anywhere. I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Austin Aries, talent like they put on good matches. I just feel like, let's say Austin Aries goes and gets the cruiserweight championship. I don't think he should stay there. I should make it where they should make it where like he could go and you know maybe win the universal championship as well. They shouldn't be kept at that level. You know well, what I you're mean? You're saying like what they're doing with Roman Reigns where he's the US champion but yet he's getting a shot at Roadblock at the World Title. At the, the Universal right. Title. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I have no, I don't think that's a bad idea either, Rob, but thank you for calling. It's you know what they're doing the same thing they did with NXT. They got they're bringing in some star power to bring some more attention to the brand. Right. Of NXT course. brought all these big stars Absolutely. in, these, you know, Zindi stars and you know guys like Samoa Joe and Nakamura, Kevin Owens, yes. Finn Balor. And yes. you're going to do the same thing with the Cruiserweights guys in Austin Aries happens to fit that size. Yes. You know, he could do both. Obviously, he's but he was TNA heavyweight champion. So uh, he could definitely I uh, me if I'm and I know we're in fifth quarter city here. If we um if I'm booking 205 live when Austin Aries is healthy, he's my champ. <laughs> so no I, doubt. He's your hood ornament. Um he has the star power, the ability, the uh the talking ability, the working ability, everything. He's got the whole the whole gimmick. And the credibility. And people don't realize guys like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, they were cruiserweights at one point. They built absolutely. themselves and built their absolutely. bodies up. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, look, I, I, I'll go over real quick over, over 205 Live. I, 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 to be frank, I fell asleep at the end, so I didn't see what happens when Perkins got involved with Shawn and uh, Kendrick. I saw a Norm, Noham Dar against uh, Cedric Alexander. I was shocked that Dahar won. That Norm Dahl won. I was Me shocked. Too. Shocked. Because they're doing a thing with Foxy and, and Cedric, that angle. I was shocked, but I like being shocked. I think that they had an excellent match. 
Um, uh, me, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a rocket on a guy like Cedric. I think he's that good of a worker. His talking ability is not that good, but uh, Alicia Fox will help him with that. I think, and you know what I mean. Uh, and the story gives him more, more character. The sh yeah. most shocking thing about that match was that Dar dominated the match. Yeah, he, he, he was I working know. the arm old school, and he I dominated know. the match. So I thought, I oh, know. Cedric got the big comeback I and agree. win. And no, I, I totally agree with you. Didn't happen. No, I know. And Davari ended up again wrestling Gallagher, but this time he beat him. Uh, another little bit of a surprise, but I, I think we're starting, you know, to see a little bit of Gallagher where they're gonna. He's in a little bit of a humbling face. I'm just telling you guys how I live this. <laughs> uh, I'm just letting you guys know how these things go, and it's not a bad thing. I'm just telling you that. I, I really think that's what's going on there. And like I said, Swan, uh, Rich Swan retains uh, the cruiserweight championship against Kendrick. I know. Pe uh, TJP got involved. Seth, did you see this? Because I didn't see it. I sure did. And could you give me a quick overview? Like sure. Uh, Perkins came out to sit in with, uh, with the crew, Corey Graves, uh, Morrow, and Austin Aries. And Austin uh, was busting on TJ's uh, oh, you told me that. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then uh, Kendrick got thrown into TJ, and then uh, Kendrick was uh, mouthing off, and uh, he lost his. He almost got counted out and went back in the ring, and he got nailed by Swan and lost the match. Mm. And then they were fighting outside afterwards, and uh, Kendrick went. Uh, Perkins went to kick Kendrick, and he hit Cedric, uh, hit Swan by mistake, and you know starting that thing. So now you're going to get the Swan Perkins thing. It's going to start, and you know, that friendship's going to implode. I think it looks like Swan Perkins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it should. Um, yeah, I guess that's the, that's that's a good route to go. I think it's fine. I, I, but I do think, like we said, not to be redundant. And before I wrap this show up here, I'm wrapping up in a second. Uh, I think when Aries is, is healthy and he's back, the game changes at that in that 205 Live gimmick. Game changes Jones, for and, sure. And they're bringing in more talent. The uh, show like Mustafa Ali's coming. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. There's another wrestler there. I can't remember his name with a mask. Uh, I'm sure people will tweet it. Uh, it's, it's just escaping me right oh, now. Oh, let's say Dorado. Yeah, Dorado's let's coming. Let's say Dorado, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you'll see some other names come up there, too, that that yeah. can fit that weight class. Oh, no, there's a lot yeah. of guys. I, you know, I mean, there's they, they really, um, you know, uh, I, I think a little bit, of just not to go into a whole other topic, it's a little bit, uh, sucks that you can't have, I mean, I guess because of the body weight situation, females in this thing. You know, or let's do a full female show. You got a two, because you can't, I mean, you know, you can't have cruiserweight girls. Most of the girls are lighter weight anyway by, you know... 130 to 150. In that world, yeah. right? But I do think maybe an all-female show, maybe it's something we're on the cusp of down the road with WWE programming. And as you know, back in the day, they had Glow, Gorgeous Laser Wrestling. Yeah, 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 there, there's some, definitely some oh, success sh there Shimmer, in the past. Shimmer's a company, uh, yeah. all girls. A lot of several all girls. Ring of Honor does something like that with Woman of Honor. But I do think WWE will do it. They'll do it right. They'll do it. They have the money, the... the, the uh, Penetration with the network, you know what I mean, and and the, and the all the eyes are on WWE. They're, they are the WWE. They're the worldwide power. So you, you just uh, made me think. You know, when they relaunched the ECW brand, you know, maybe it would have been different and more successful if it was a network brand as opposed to being on television. Yeah, but there was no network yeah, then when right. WWE and everybody else tried to redo it. But I get you drift. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, but on that note, that'll have to be another topic for another um, another time because well, uh, come on. I'm done. I'm done mean? with the tablet. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, no, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm uh, done with the abuse. No! I'm done with everybody. I'm yeah, done. I'm no done. free lunch. Yeah. No, no, you're done. You're mm -hmm. Enough. Your free lunch has ended. Uh, you are, you, will, you will be heard on the Tash Show tomorrow again. Uh, sorry. But, but let's not go out like this. Now let's let's not leave a, another bad taste in the, the what, audience's what? mouth. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's full let's, circle, Jones. There it is. Yeah, let's, let's go out on a high note. Come on, make keep it happy, Jones. Come on. Oh, I got you happy. Yeah. I got I'm you. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. Turn your headphones down. One day we'll get.
get it right. Turn your headphones down. No, do your job right. My job is right. No, it's not. Stop the music. Stop. Stop everything. You can't. No, no, you can't do that. Yes, I do this sometimes. You I just stop. Threw, video Brian's so upset right now. He's know, screaming. Very rare. I do <laughs> stop the true. show. I do stop the show. You do? Yes. Uh, sometimes that happens. If I listened, I'd know. Do your job, sir. Okay. I'm hoping Thank you. I won't yeah. You know, I love you, but please. I love you, man. Why is it getting louder? I, left I need to do my closing monologue. Really? Not really. <laughs> All right, thanks, everybody, who listened to the show or watched the show. I appreciate it. Audio on demand, I'll drop a little bit, the VOD in a little while. Special thank you to my man, Bubba Ray Dudley, who called in, and we talked for a while. It was great chatting up with him. For everybody at the Taz Show, Seth, myself, see you tomorrow. Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids it's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at To so go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go Since I was shooting hoops, no issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no, I go for my dreams, I've been on tour.